Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps at D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps at D here to talk craps. Bootyaka. Hey. We in a fucking building. It's Saturday. Graps City boys are here. What's up? Yep, we are in the building. Welcome to Grap City. It is Saturday. It is April 16th, 2022. And I'm Will Washington. I'm one member of this trio, but I'm not alone here because there's Mr. Phil Lindsay. I'm in a building. This is your second dose of your this week. Hope you guys enjoyed our Nyla interview. What's going on? It's true. This is the second time we've uh, we've done a thing this week. You just saw us yesterday. Uh, but also here is Righteous Reg. Always in the fucking building is Double R, your favorite writer, your favorite rapper, your favorite podcaster. It's Media Man, the only one in the game doing it like us is us. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Um, if you haven't seen the interview, by the way, check it out at uh, YouTube.com. Great interview. I want to first start out by giving a shout out to all those people over at Squared Circle because they have a dope thread going on talking about some things we talked about on the Nyla interview, uh, identity, politics, all these things and stuff. Very great conversation going on there. Going on over there. Appreciate everybody at Reddit because they're always giving it up to Grapsity. It's like pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, Reg is a, 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 an avid lurker over on. I'll be lurking, <laughs> boy. For, yesterday, I finally put my name in to be like, look, I'm here. What's up? Appreciate y'all. But I've been lurking for a while. Yeah, <laughs> he has been. He always keeps us like apprised of whatever's going on on Reddit. He's like, hey, y'all see this thread? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Reddit's kind of an intimidating place sometimes. I yeah, no, it, it totally is. It's, uh, it's, it's it's pretty awful over there, but like they be giving it up it's to us. It's pretty awful. I mean, yeah, I'm just going to keep gave it the props. Yo, look, it's bad. I've seen some threads where I'm like, what are y'all talking about? What's going on over here? But other than that, they'll be like straight up like, Will Washington of Grapsity said this. So it's like, you got to give it up to people that are like saying they're like really straight up, like giving it up to us. So shout out to y'all. Yeah. And speaking of, a, I guess, a Will Washington story, there'll be one here shortly. Um, although I'm just realizing you ever like have a dream about something and then you you spend like, I don't know, a big part of your day not realizing that like it didn't happen. And it like occurs mm-hmm. to you that like it was a dream. Yeah. So like for whatever reason, and it's just now hitting me like just in the last couple seconds, because I've only been awake like an hour. Um, I'm, I had a dream last night that like WWE released Big E and I've maybe spent the last like hour almost like mad about it until it just hit me. I'm like, Big E ain't wasn't real. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, real. No, that wasn't real. So, Why would they so, release Big E? So you mean they didn't try and call <laughs> Keith Lee Bearcat and then release him and he's somewhere else doing cool things? That was <laughs> all a dream? Mm-hmm. No, wasn't no, a dream. I, I, I had that a was dream. very I was, real. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why in my head I've been like, Kind of annoyed by that for like. I can't like, believe they did this shit. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, that wasn't real. That that, that was it was a dream. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's a great Saturday. Uh, cool things happening. 
uh, yeah. in the world of professional wrestling, which is Shit. what we talk about always. here on Grapsity. Uh, and we always appreciate your support. And uh, there's a number of ways you can support us. Um, we have our uh, Humper Chats, humperchats.com. Uh, and the cool thing about Humper Chats, you can really send those at any time. Um, they mm-hmm. don't just have to be during the show, but we will read those during the show. I even saw Van Twinblade who's like, we'll get the Humpers. Um, I still don't have access to them, but uh, I got folks that We'll got give it up to Glory to Pro. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> but we got folks <laughs> that do have access to them. And so that's how <clears throat> we're going to make that happen. Uh, and also... We have our super chats, uh, and we've super got a few chats. of those to read right now, uh, such as Matt. Matt says, happy Saturday, Reg, feeling well, Windy City Riot tonight, uh, and hoping uh, tonight there is a mention of this rumored AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Super Show. They created some buzz around this show this week. Like, it was, I mean, there was some buzz going in, but, like, this week it, like, up. A lot, so yeah. Where, did, where exactly did that come from? Because I know I've seen the Voice of Wrestling clip, but I, I saw the some. There's a podcast, yeah, the Jcast. Yeah, they yeah. said something about it being hot. So shit has been hot since. Then. Yeah, and they, they've been pretty reliable on stuff like that. Right. Um, I mean, if so, it is indeed here in your boy's hometown, that's crazy. We'll be there. So well, I so, saw something about maybe it being Wrigley Field too, and I'm like, that's yo, that's wild. Yeah, that's, uh, that's I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. That would. I mean, the only thing is the date is two months away. And like, I know it's a Thursday too. somebody was saying, which is interesting. So I know that uh, AEW, when it comes to selling tickets, uh, here's a little inside baseball, I guess. Um, Usually if they're going for a larger venue, they usually like 90 days lead time. So Mm -hmm. uh, I don't feel like there's 90 days here, Um, but uh, yeah, there's not 90 days. If this it, is different, though. This is a but, very different case because if you announce this show, you all you need is a week to sell this motherfucker out. That's honestly. true. I mean, unless Chicago. they're going for something, yeah. Unless they're going for something like the first dance, right? Like yeah, that was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, something like that. But uh, I will say, like the uh, what is it called now? The Kia form. Um, they got they had 90 days on that. It was a straight mm-hmm. up 90 day uh, announcement for the form. Uh, and then there was also Little Caesars Arena uh, that they're running at the end of June. Uh, mm. They did 90 days on that. But like the smaller venues, or at least like the regular size venues that they run, it's usually 60 days. So mm-hmm. my my guess here is that this one is probably going to be like a 60-day. Uh, yeah. A smaller uh, venue. Yeah. Uh, if not even smaller, just like something they normally run. Right. Um it's gonna be hot if it's real. That's pretty much the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what the <laughs> deal with that hanging is. out in Wrigleyville watching I'm some saying, Japan wrestling. Yeah, that's on, pretty bro. hot, Phil. That's pretty hot. Uh, I don't know what the deal is, but I will say that you know they're running Milwaukee the week before, or at least if it's a Thursday, the mm-hmm. Wednesday before they're running Milwaukee, which is Stone's Throw from Chicago. Uh, what is that? A two-hour drive, um, Phil? You know, uh, and then what? the week after they're in detroit so again mm. we're still talking that whole midwest area yeah uh, I'm just saying, so chicago would I, fit right in there i don't know what what the plan is to give me anything for my birthday but that is the day I I mean, a week before my birthday and that's pretty hot pretty hot birthday present y'all better get on it for phil man he gonna be out there like really out there that's the case so uh i i don't i don't uh this is one of those times i don't know 
Um, I don't even think Will is not in on this this time. Yeah, there's the no, talent this, this time. Well, because I do have a story today that that I that I do have uh, some scoops on. Uh, but yeah, the. I mean, a couple of these stories you have played a part in. I mean, our first story here, like, you're part of it. Yeah, I got to break that story. The rollout. Uh, So so that one, that one is. They got Will on the rollout. It's crazy. Yeah. uh, We've got uh, RH says Athena versus Ty Valkyrie. Holy shit. I saw that suplex onto the chair spot. They going crazy. They going crazy. MJ Johnson says, do y'all ever do a wrestler's taunt at your house? Uh, every time I put my kid down for a nap, I hit the Ricky Starks. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> hey, you did that. You did that, yeah. MJ. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like, I, I, what kind of wrestling fan are you if you don't do the boom with Adam Cole every week? Come on. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, it is like, uh, and I guess this has been one of those, I don't know, you ever be like at the gym or just doing anything that's like workout intense and you like, hit it so hard that when you're done, you just kind of hit that Batista just like, yeah. I do that after I'm hitting it. I mean, you know, when you get done hitting it. (laughs) Right when you're done, right when you're about to bust. Yeah. Pyro starts going. I bow, bow, do the the people. Bam. (laughs) I stand on the bed like, yeah. <laughs> so to answer your question, MJ, yes, yes, we do. Yes, yes, that's the uh, um, yes. Yeah, uh, Deontay. Hey, I met Deontay. He says, "Yo, much love to the all the homies." Will, Reg, uh, Phil, as always. Wednesday was fucking incredible. Met the homie Will. Show was fun, and y'all be blessed. Yes, I did meet Deontay. Appreciate you, bro. That's yeah, hard. Um, met a number of folks at uh, at the show in New Orleans. That was my first time in New Orleans. Uh, hey, and man. Of course, uh, Will I missed, was active, bro. I missed like Lacey out here, baby. I missed two uh, WrestleManias there, and so I felt like I had to do something, and it was fun. Yeah, it WrestleMania was, 30 in uh, New Orleans was so fun. I think about that trip all the time. That's a that was a really fun one. Yeah, I didn't start doing Mania trips till uh, after that one, and uh, I, I feel like I, I I can't believe I didn't for so long, but. Um, I want to just oh, go no, back to New Orleans. Know. It's not for not wrestling, just to hang out because it's fun there, and the food's mom. I remember why. Because I was broke back then. I didn't have any fucking yeah. money. Yes. Going to WrestleMania was I not even. I was remote. broke. I don't know how I did it. I was broke back then. I didn't get into wrestling shows for free back then. I paid for all my wrestling shows, so I don't know how I did it. I must have been. I don't know. I don't. Nah, know. Tw- twenty fourteen. I had a baby on the way, and I was living in a small ass like. 600 square foot apartment and had no money and mm. like there was no fucking way i was gonna pull off wrestlemania um <laughs> i saved oh i i was just poor i just ate top ramen uh for weeks just to make this happen pretty much mm-hmm. yeah Worth no, it. there was no way my wife was gonna start letting me do that and that was, it wasn't until um i don't know shit changed and now mm-hmm. now I, they roll out the red carpet for you boys honestly <laughs> come on man. not everybody but y'all need to start rolling out the red carpet for uh, you i'm boys. just saying man Come on. All right. Um, and so, yeah, the, the point is, if you have any sort of situation that you are unhappy in, just know that there could possibly be good times on the other side. Uh, Facts. And, yeah. So Big that's, that's the lesson here, that 
Yeah, I, I like when you got some news like I got this week, like you're like, man, I came from, I came up. Let me just say that. Just remember uh, this. this. Remember this, this tweet. Is this the news you told us about? Yeah, remember this okay. tweet. Yeah, you guys. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, remember this. Crazy tweet. out here. Right. Uh, <laughs> the news that led to some news that led to some news, man. It's crazy. I, I can't even talk about it. Nobody, yeah, I know. You can't, you can't say, you literally can't say anything else right now. Finger, fingers on the pulse, my guy. That's but, good. Fingers on the pulse. Uh, but mm-hmm. there's, there's stuff, and it, yeah, it led to stuff that led to stuff. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, let's just yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> Okay, right. I don't want to make any connections here. But uh, for those unaware, yes, I was in New Orleans this past week. Uh, unaware? What do you mean? On and I, and I very Legit, oh. Like nine seconds into Dynamite, there's Will Washington's face. <laughs> uh, hey, and like I said on Day After Dynamite this week, I get into entrances, all right? That is a thing right. I do, um, okay. especially if it's songs I like. And are you kidding me? I grew up on Living Color, so... Uh, and as wrestling fans, we've been hearing this song for a minute now, so yes. <laughs> that's so, the jam. Are you kidding me? I belt that shit and <laughs> when yeah. I'm in the crowd. Uh, I don't give a fuck. So when yeah. they they cut to me right during, oh, I'm, mm-hmm. and so of course I'm just. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a few times they were like, "Hey, let's find a black guy that knows the song." There he is. Yeah, there, there, there he is. Right there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, we got one in the front row this week. It's gonna be easy. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, only thing I was like. Y'all are not going to catch me singing Judas this week. Yeah, I was like, hey, you better Yeah, and they had the camera on me. The camera guy was like, all right, here it goes. And I'm like, nope. You don't know this one, bro? I was like, (laughs) I know this one. You've gotten me at other shows singing Judas. Not this time. Uh, (laughs) I feel like the cameraman was like, come on, I know he knows it. Yeah, I know this guy. He ended up getting the guy like right next to me. Which shout out to the guy right next to me was this dude. Um, he worked for the the Pelicans, but he was like a really big uh, Minoru Suzuki fan. Like, didn't even really like follow AEW, but he's like a big New Japan guy, and he's like, I've never seen Suzuki in person. And so he was like, when I heard that he was gonna be here, I bought this front row ticket to be here. And again, it's important. I said he works for the Pelicans because the Pels played that night. They had a and- game. <laughs> Literally, he didn't. He didn't stick around for the moment after a the bell game. rang. He did not see what happened after the bell because it was like, okay, he saw it. He saw Smojo hit that muscle buster one, two, three. He's like, all right, I'm out. Got to hit Smoothie King Center. Uh, to <laughs> how far is that uh, away? Uh, I don't know. It was maybe like 15 minutes, so it wasn't yeah. that bad. Um, big, big win for the Pellies too, man. Yeah, yeah right two big wins. It right? was scary because last night. Ooh. Last night, but they did it. Yeah, they. they did it. They pulled it off. They the Pels are, I mean, poor. They, I mean, they're going in to, to get destroyed, but, you know, have fun out there. You hey, guys. man, I, oh. I'm a I'm a big fan of Ingram getting that moment. Mm-hmm. As a Bron hater, loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> hey, but uh, your boys are at war this playoffs because uh, who would have guessed that the number three seeded Golden State Warriors uh-huh. would be taking on the number six seeded Denver Nuggets, man, uh, man, man, in the first round, you better hope Golden State does not give up one at home because at that point, that's the shift. Yeah, that's all yeah. we need. Mm, it's gonna be tough out there, man. It's Curry, I, uh, that's all I gotta say is Curry. So, uh. I mean, that's the thing is uh, the way the thing I tweeted about it is 
I don't know if the Nuggets are ready for playoff Curry, but yes. also I don't know if playoff Curry still exists. Exactly. So, that's the that's uh, that that's it. That's exactly it right there. It's like yeah. If playoff Curry is there, we about to be lit. But is playoff Curry gonna be? Yeah, there? I feel like Clay's the X factor though. I feel like if Clay comes Definitely. out, plays good in this series, like I yeah. feel like Denver's in trouble. Clay has some a chip on his shoulder, and he's ready to go off. So that is you're right. You're correct. If Clay is ready to go, it's gonna be tough. Now I know uh, this first round is unlikely. If the Nuggets can make it out the first round, I know everything I was reading was saying that Jamal Murray. It's like up to him. Whether or not he plays in the playoffs at this point, he has been practicing. Um, you know, he'd obviously be off the bench. He hasn't started all year. He hasn't played all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we could get Jamal Murray back for the playoffs, God, that'd be amazing. This playoff series is crazy. There's I a know. bunch of like diff- like you don't you never know. It's not like the previous years where you're like this team is definitely going to win. It's like no, it's no. I it's can't hot. pick one. I, I can't predict at all. Like, it's not out there. Uh, I it, it is interesting that. You know, just a few months ago when we were talking about it, Phil had said that, you know, he, he still sees Milwaukee. And it's mm-hmm. like, Milwaukee, they're the number two seed. Like, that's yeah. dude, nobody to, to wag your finger at. But at the same time, um, Milwaukee still looks tough, bro. Yeah. Milwaukee's but like, pretty Milwaukee tough. has made, like, it's interesting how few waves Milwaukee's made, mm-hmm. it, but they just kind of got there. It they're still in like, the mix. They're in still the mix. in the mix. They're still the number two seed, but nobody's been talking about Milwaukee. Like people are talking about Miami, of course. Um, but I think that's Milwaukee. the best position to be in. Like, yo, y'all didn't think we were going to be here, but we are out here, baby. Yeah. What's up? Man. They, got a, they got a tough road to the playoffs too. Cause they I do. Mean, I think they're going to beat the Bulls in the first round, but you're looking at possibly Brooklyn's second round. Mm. Mm. That's tough. Um, and Brooklyn's going to be hot. Then If they get to that point, they're going to be hot at that point. So it's going to Brooklyn's be, got ooh. Celtics first round, right? Yeah. And so Brooklyn, if Brooklyn like I'm saying, if they Celtics, beat the Celtics, they're going to be hot is what I'm yeah. saying, you know? Hey, Woo. we're not just wrestling fans here. We're also basketball yeah. fans. fans. Is, uh, but I think a lot of people want to see playoff Kyrie, bro. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Nah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, he did that All off right. of fasting. Uh-uh. Now, nah, you don't want to see playoff Kyrie. My guy. 12 for 13, fasting? That's, that's insane. I couldn't <laughs> walk down the stairs fasting. And this bro, <laughs> bro was putting up numbers. <laughs> Yo, crazy. So, folks, as reported by Fightful Select, uh, let, me just pull up, let me just pull up the Fightful Select story. The end of uh, this show got, I mean, the hot, super hot show. So hot. Everything was hot. And then these last two minutes just like. Was a fart in church or whatever the saying is, man. Like, yeah, that, that was. Man. I mean, that's very true. So uh, the way Fightful Select put it was, um, they say hey, the headline was uh, news behind AEW Dynamite finish. Uh, Satnam Singh's debut, um, and they say AEW Dynamite saw an end that left many fans confused with the debut of Satnam Singh attacking Samoa Joe. Um, hold on, let me try and make this out. It says. Uh, Sodis Will Washington, <laughs> I think I know him, uh, <laughs> has learned that the move to debut Singh was done Unreal. intentionally after the Discovery Warner Media merger as a big angle for Eurosport. Huh, interesting. Um, Discovery owns Eurosport, which is also uh, All Elite Wrestling's India TV partner. The idea on AEW's behalf was to debut Satnam Singh on a big stage. Uh, to create a diverse platform with the story set up via Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. Uh, we're told that AEW is expecting huge social media traffic as a result of the angle, which will see Satnam Singh and Sanjay doing promos for the Indian market and helping bridge a gap between AEW and Eurosport and Discovery. Did a child just walk into the room? I feel like... Uh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> oh. 
Hell yeah. Hey, yes. this is my daughter, Veda. What's up, Veda? Welcome to Graph City. This is an omelet. Oh, that's what's up. Thank you. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, there it is. Wholesome <laughs> moment on Graph City. Oh, Numbers going up, baby. All right. <laughs> Will Washington is for the kids. Not just I'm Cody saying. Rose, it's lit. Yeah, <laughs> it's very lit. Yes. Yeah, right. So but, um, but anyway, and it says Will Washington will discuss more of what he's learned about this angle uh, on this weekend's Grap City podcast. Really? I didn't Eastern read that part. Oh yeah. So, so I, I guess uh, <laughs> it's crazy out here, Phil. <laughs> they said he gonna discuss more on. Grap City. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I I I just need us to dissect this entire moment. The the way this man read this whole thing, <laughs> and then daughter came in and brought him some breakfast Come in the on, mix of this, like yo. Flex, Let me get you flex, right. Flex, flex, <laughs> Let me get you flex. right when you get into this. Flex. Y'all might have planned that. Veda is an actress, I've heard. So yeah, I, 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 so, I, I don't know. This thing could have been a thing. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I may have to mute so I'm not eating in people's ears, but this is an omelet with. Is that ham? This is ham. This is ham. I am. <laughs> this is unbelievable, this moment. Yo. He flexed on everybody so hard. Double, triple flex. And then said he was going to drop news today on this show. What is this news? Look, I'm okay, interested so too. Not, I didn't I'm know whole, about it. There's not a whole lot to drop, right? Like, that's the majority of the story. Uh, mm-hmm. That I basically, while I was in New Orleans, I did uncover that. That that was the point of that entire angle. That the two-minute overrun. Um, the way it was worded to me was that uh, Dynamite from... 8 p.m. Eastern till 9.59 and 59 seconds Eastern was a normal dynamite that a lot of people were considering a huge, like, 9 out of 10 episode. Great show. And then um, everything from 9.59 and 59 seconds till about (laughs) 10.02 was more so for um, this Eurosport deal that they have in India uh, which is their TV deal in India. India uh, and Eurosport is, of course, owned by Discovery. Discovery just bought Warner Media. Discovery is now the parent company of everything, right? So there's this deal means the deal already meant a lot to them. Uh, this deal means a lot more to AEW now. Um, now that everything's in the same wheelhouse, and so um, this angle was really about appealing to that market and now there were a lot of comparisons on social media uh and phil got into a lot of it with people over uh the comparisons to the great colleague oh god Um, i'll say this there was a lot of similar thinking here when it came to the great colleague because the great colleague did massive numbers for india Uh, a lot of people uh credit the great colleague for wwe's current success in india Uh, when you look at youtube numbers if you look up the great colleague on youtube i believe um it's hundreds of millions of views on the great colleague's highest viewed video uh and just to make sure i'm right about my that, favorite but... story is how that in india they used to edit all the great colleagues footage for him to be no matter what the time was he was always the baby face like even yes. if he was a hill they would edit his footage to look like he was the baby face they time. did they absolutely did they would commentary would talk about him like he's the hero whoever he was feuding with was was, yeah. was the bad guy um, but yeah, uh, yeah, there it is. The Great Kali destroys legends. A WWE playlist has 102 million views. Like mm. Great Kali mm. does That's a lot of numbers. He does numbers, right? And so it's one of those things where um, Satnam Singh uh, is 
as it was put to me, a, a slight bit of a celebrity in India, that he was the first um, Indian man drafted into the NBA. And it's a lot of popular Indian guys on TV this week because uh, uh, the homie from Veer, right? He's mm-hmm. like a yeah. famous baseball player, famous, like very famous people. Which, why wouldn't you bring him in as that? That, yeah, I'm still like, <laughs> I, I didn't know this story. Like, I keep reading about it. I'm, I'm like, why don't I know this story? Like, that should have been the first thing. Like, he was this guy with this million dollar arm, did this all this thing. Like, what, what, what happened? But you know, yeah. that's what they do. So, um, they made him into was... a killer. That was really what the angle was so about. Smart. That was that was kind of the point of essentially bringing Sanjay Dutt kind of back into the fold. Like Sanjay Dutt's been with AEW for months, he, almost a year now, um, and he's been a producer for AEW. Um, he's really good at doing those because um, uh, he really got him started in the WWE. The uh, those kind of social media promos, um, the whole like you know stop a wrestler and, and get mm-hmm. kind of a uh, a more. Uh, I guess a less scripted promo. I like those. Yeah, those are that's some of the best. I don't know why WWE stopped doing. They need to do more of those. And and they they still do them, but like Sanjay Dutt was the driving force behind those, and Mm -hmm. uh, and you'll notice AEW has done a lot more of them since he's been there. Uh, Sanjay was the reason that they did Rinka King with Impact Wrestling too. I think like mm -hmm. in India, like he plays a huge role. Rinka King was a success there. Yeah, Impact is a huge success in India. Like um, that. The the India wrestling market is 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 huge, and that's mm-hmm. one of those things where um, AEW has tried for a long time to really tap into that market, uh, and they've had the numbers to show it. Like uh, AEW Dark's viewership, a lot of it was uh, India, mm-hmm. and pretty much you remember when AEW used to do those post Dynamite, uh, uh, and they did it all the way up until they started taping Rampage because after Rampage they weren't able to do it, but they would do those post Dynamite. Um, kind of Q&As with Tony Schiavone. And, mm-hmm. like, the question they kept getting was, when are you guys coming to India? Well, when are you guys going to get an India TV deal? Like, that kept coming through. Like, it, the Indian TV market is huge for them. Uh, and so, yeah, that was the driving force behind that angle. Um, oh, someone says it, something about Rohit, and they did on Dark This Week, Rohit got a feature promo, too. So, like, they're putting an emphasis. And Rohit is incredible, too. They should Rohit sign him. Rohit is awesome, bro. He's so I, good. He was great yeah. on Impact. Yeah, and and because uh, I've seen that question a lot too, of like, well, why don't you just run with him uh, rather than a guy who like doesn't really have any wrestling experience? Like, one, they signed this guy. Like, this isn't a recent signing. He was signed yeah. back in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I'm surprised Tony reposted the uh, all elite graphic for him because we've seen that before. Right. Uh, he was just gonna be like, yeah, remember, look, I did this before. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah. So he's been with the company a minute, um, and. But that that was a big part of it, though, was essentially uh, playing up to the the Eurosport deal. And um, I got to break that story uh, because I was in New Orleans. And As we so, heard in that Fightful Select man. article that you Do, just doing work, bro. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, I, let, let, let's let's just go ahead and get to it. This wasn't good. Like, I, I'll just I'll just go out and say no. it. It was not it good. Um, <laughs> and no, there's there's a there's there's a lot to talk about as far as. Uh, I gave you the why. Now let's yeah. talk about the execution. Yeah. Uh, because, no, this was, was no good at all. This, um, this was not good. It could have um, been way easier. Honestly, just take away the lights out thing and it wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah, That's, it was just, just much way it. too overbooked. I mean, yeah. having uh, having Sanjay and 
and uh, Lethal come out and come out with the box. And I mean, the box reveal was hilarious with the box <laughs> reveal was thing. funny. I liked it. But the rest of it, we didn't need all of that. I think I from mean, that point, uh, after the box reveal, the homie Satnam should have just been right behind Job, just beating him up. They right. You didn't need the, all the of the theatrics, all the lights out stuff. It was just, it was a little bit too old. And people are used to a certain je ne sais quoi, as they say, when there's a lights out thing. We're used to like some big, like there's still a lot of like talent out there that people would have been excited to see in that moment. And they were probably expecting that and to debut someone that no one yeah, um, no one knows is a risky thing, and like as you see, it did not pay off. Especially yeah. in a yeah. Ring of Honor setting, because in a Ring of Honor yeah. setting, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? you know, I, you I, know? I, people next to me were screaming, "Is this Cesaro? Is this yes, Claudio?" Right. Like that's mm-hmm. what people were screaming in that moment. Yeah, and, and uh, that's Claudio what... just had a kid. He's living his best life. Claudio's <laughs> like, "Let me drink my coffee, bro. Leave me alone. I'm at home." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like people are expecting somebody like that, so. For them to do the lights out gimmick and it not be what people want, you're kind of killing off lights out gimmicks in the future. I know you're going to do it again because you can't stop and you can't stop giving out huge announcements type things. But just like relax. It doesn't have to be like that. The homie could have just walked out behind uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt and stood there. Same result. Not as crazy. You know what I mean? Like you could have not. It just... That part turned people off so much yeah, and, that they couldn't get back into it. And, and, the, and of, the crowd, um, the crowd was chanting, "We don't know you." As right. this was all happening, because right. like yeah. I think we don't know the you. crowd, because I think the crowd reaction was expected. I, I don't know what the crowd reaction was expecting. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, but that's, I think <laughs> what the crowd was expecting was when the lights came on, it's going to be a big reveal. Somebody we know, somebody we're going to pop huge for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same way that like, hey, lights out, we lights back on. Malachi, like right. that shit. That was uh, huge for them, right? Nah, and Um, and, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's that necessarily that Sanjay, him, well, not Sanjay, but Satnam is bad. Um, I'm willing to see what Satnam can do, but I just think that if you do things like say, a matter of factly, like we're gonna go on over an hour, guys, and then you Uh make it such a big deal, and then you do the lights out, it yeah, and when Tony Khan says it, it, right. and so once you get side them, it's like, oh, that's it. And then that mm-hmm. that led to people with some pretty gross takes. I felt horrible like. takes. That's um, what that's what bad that came out of it is people being jumping out the window. Like this isn't about Sotnam. This isn't about calling yeah. him what other wrestler you saw that looks like him being racist or whatever. It's just like that moment sucked for sure. But like that doesn't have anything to do with him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he was put in a bad position. He's not an awful person because he was put in that bad position. He's not the great Kali because he was put in that bad position. Like he, he, you exactly. guys relax. It's it crazy. just, yeah. I, I yeah. Now for, as for Satnam, I'm I mean, I don't, wait to I see mean, him. I'm not going to be watching any Satnam Singh matches myself. I zero, I zero, I zero percent. No, I don't have any like, interest. I don't in know. I'm willing to right wait now. See. I wouldn't put him in matches um, yeah. for me right now. You know, what I would be doing is... I don't want to see uh, that shit. And granted, <laughs> I don't know if this is what's actually happening. But uh, I do know that I do have one in AEW. I have one extremely valuable resource for him. Paul White. Um, that, if well. any, that, that if there's anybody that I... I mean, that's the guy. Yeah, uh, that I want to kind of help mold what Satnam Singh can be. I have Paul White. I'm sure he was the one that molded Kali at this point, you know? So yeah. And yeah, in the big show. So yeah, I would absolutely, 
Uh, and Big Show seems so happy and excited to help everyone. Like just listening to him do commentary on Dark and Dark Elevation sometimes, he's just like so happy to be there, it seems. So I'm sure he's like, yes, let me help. Let me get this guy to where he needs to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. And by the way, they were having like a ton of fun at the, the Dark Elevation uh, tapings uh, uh, at uh, in New Orleans. Mm. Like the stuff in between the matches is sometimes more fun than the matches themselves definitely uh, because like Justin Roberts just he likes to have fun and he was like letting the crowd be the announcers uh mm-hmm. where he's <laughs> where he's like okay <laughs> I'm gonna make y'all announce uh, he said all right you guys know him he's no BS he's and then the crowd goes Paul White mm-hmm. Paul White comes out and uh that crowd uh, was crazy you guys were hot H-O-T-T that was a hot hot mm. crowd like mm. I could not I mean I kind of knew it because those tickets had been out for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, people yeah. have been holding on to those a long time. <laughs> right. And, like, I was just kind of talking with people in line and, like, mingling with people. And, like, the way they were all talking of, like, man, I've been waiting for this show for so long. Like, dude had on a Hybrid 2 shirt that he bought, like. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, look, I'm trying to cheer my I favorite will. tag team from two years ago. <laughs> yeah, and I was That's like. hilarious. Damn, like, you, you have been holding on to this. But. Uh, I thought about that dude because I, I was standing next to him in line. Um, I thought about him because Angelico does wrestle on the show, and I was like, "Damn, look That's at what's you! Up. You yeah. got Angelico." Game three. Like, I would not. Have, Jack Evans you, was as, there too, or no? What's not? No, Jack he was Evans not. was he was not there. No, is um, he injured? Because we haven't seen him in a while. Uh, you know, he's got to travel from Mexico. So it's after like, those uh, weird Mex- those videos that he's posted, have you guys seen the videos where he's, where yeah, he's like, they're trying uh, to extort me? Those are, I've seen those, know. but he's wrestled weird. since those. So like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on, dude? It's weird. Yeah. Weird. No, um, as a matter of fact, though, the, the Hardys wrestled on, on dark elevation. Yeah. There was, was a pretty hot match on there, right? The yeah, Hardys was, and uh, top flight. Yeah. Hardys and top flight, which was funny because yeah, the, the AFO comes out and I'm sitting there and I'm like, uh okay i wonder what this match is about to be and then top flight comes out and i thought you know why would top flight be the first tag team in a eight-man tag match uh because they're to me the star tag team here and uh i literally yelled out loud i just it just hit me i'm like wait are they tagging with the hardys because that's like (laughs) the only team i personally if i were putting teams in order and i want the last build team to be the hottest team I would have Top Flight be my last team. And I thought, there's only one team bigger than Top Flight to me right now. And the Hardys music hits and the crowd fucking loses it. So the Hardys wrestled on Dark. Yes, they wrestled on. uh, Like, I would say that this week, this week, and if people try to use it against them, like this week, it's Dark and Dark Elevation. um, Use a lot of the stars. And Mm -hmm. a big part of the reason why that is is because dark elevation was taped with dynamite dynamite did not have a rampage no rampage. on that taping so yeah. it was like okay mm-hmm. we've got all these guys still here we've got our stars here we've mm-hmm. got to use them so we're going to use them on elevation this year this week and then it was like the uh dark was taped with rampage the mm-hmm. live rampage rampage is only an hour so right. in that case it was again we've got all the talent here but we're only taping this episode of Rampage and this Battle of the Belts. What do we do with literally everyone else who's here? Mm-hmm. Dark. So you're going to get like a, a kind of a star studded show for both. That's um, awesome. Can I just say and, that I don't understand 
fans that are like, oh, it's on YouTube. Look, mm. everybody wrestles dark matches. WWE puts on dark matches. Roman's Every had more dark matches than has uh, dark on matches. TV matches. Uh, if you if you look it up, Roman's had more dark matches than he's had on TV matches. This everybody does dark matches. The only difference is AEW is actually giving you the dark matches on YouTube. What's That's wrong true. with getting more content for one thing? And what's wrong with wrestlers getting the reps in? <laughs> what What are you guys mad about? <laughs> We don't like reps. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, it's so weird. It's just like they're on YouTube. It's like, well, you, A, don't have to watch it, and B, that's more content if people want to watch uh, more wrestling. And C, know, it's what, very it's easy to watch. Why wouldn't to you want to? Yeah, it's, uh, the YouTube thing is forever is going to be a psychological debate. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we <laughs> talked about it last week in that um, – because I think YouTube's a great resource. I I Fuck personally YouTube, think dude. I I personally think AEW isn't using YouTube to right. the, to the best of their abilities. I Agreed. think that <laughs> WWE has their YouTube game down. They like do. right. they they their numbers are like, crazy. Their numbers are crazy, and they they have YouTube down to a science. Like I said, I there are kids in my kids' class who love WWE and only consume it via YouTube. They're like, what is cable? Why why mm -hmm. would you? wait to watch something where you can just Doesn't watch it sense. whenever you want like that don't make sense to them at all mm -hmm. it's like i don't get it i've known yeah. cable for my whole life and i'm still like what that doesn't make sense exactly. <laughs> and i mean i don't know i'm not gonna sit here and say i watch every single episode of dark but if there's a matchup i think is interesting on there i'll definitely watch it definitely that's what it's for somebody i need to support i'm definitely gonna pull it up easy and uh, i remember veda by the way had this one friend uh, that I was like incredibly impressed by because not only did she like consume all of her wrestling on YouTube, but she got into like the history of stuff because yeah. sometimes you end up going down rabbit holes. Right. Um, as long as you don't end up on some like flat earth videos, you know, stay mm. on the rabbit holes. But, yes. um, but the, but she was talking about how like, uh, I remember she came over and she was like, did you know Naomi used to have a tag team partner? And I was like, I did. And she was mm -hmm. like, yeah, they were like the Funkadactyls. And I was <laughs> like. <laughs> all right. But like she discovered all this historically. She was just scrolling through and it was like, wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me that Naomi had like somebody else with her? That is crazy. Um, and I think about that and how like WWE has had a YouTube account for the last 15 a years. A long time. There's, there's a lot of content there. There's a um, ton. Yeah, and I mean, say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man, Candace was over with the with the catchphrases at one point, man. Yeah, Definitely. Forget Girl, that. Bye. <clears throat> yeah. I really one. like how um Impact does with their 
and with their YouTube page, you can watch like full impact events on there. Like they'll yeah. be like Slammiversary 2012. Here's the whole show, all three hours of it. Like yeah. YouTube is a huge impact huge resource was, to go. And the thing is, Impact was like the first to jump on YouTube to mm-hmm. the point of where if you go like all the way back in their account and find like their 2006 uploads and shit, they've got um and semi check pre- too. Impact <laughs> semi check. They had the fucking pre- check. They had the premiere uh, on YouTube of the R True, or sorry, the Ron Killings debut of his new hit song, my favorite. What's up? <laughs> and I, and it's like the fact that YouTube or the TNA YouTube still has that up, and that like he took still that up. song with him to WWE, and uh, and you know now I think about it, like him and Cody were like the the two guys who had themes elsewhere right and straight up just took them with them i, I thought the- you're talking about my other favorite r-truth video tna on spike, spike tv, TV. bangers banger right here with mm-hmm. wwe mm-hmm. and we've been we waiting for y'all, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we gonna banger. knock your blocks off mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I know that whole right. thing by heart i've seen it so many times <laughs> <laughs> why do you know this whole song <laughs> I have watched that That's so high, much. Man, what you in, know? That's fire. In, in 2006, when Ron Killings dropped those diss tracks on WWE, mm-hmm. and and he's like, and then wait till next week because we gonna ride on that bitch John Cena. Yeah. And like, I remember that he shit on him. so vividly. Him. Um, like it all stemmed from the fact that in one rap, John Cena referred to himself as the truth. Yeah. And it was like the truth nah, is like nah. hell no, nah, I don't play that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, you can't do that. Nope. That's and I remember me, that man. rap too. It was John Cena started off with it's 2006. The truth is back, still standing tall in these pumps. And truth was like, nah, the truth is over here in <laughs> TNA. What you mean the truth is back? I'm over here. We not we yeah. not rocking with that man. And yeah, then truth had one of his hottest angles ever with John Cena. Man, what's up? Hey what's man, up? yeah, no, right. Yeah, uh, Ron is absolutely the man. Like no joke. We need to run that, that back when he was smoking the cigarette on oh, that. That was hard. Man. I love that man. So I know. Ron is we a legend, not, bro. We did not get enough out of heel our truth. We like, didn't. When he turned heel in 2000, people liked him too much. That's the issue. It's like we can't yeah. keep him heel because people love yeah. him so much. But heel truth was the truth. I mean, man. and I always thought he had some of the best responses to the what chant where he turned around and go, "Don't want me," mm-hmm. and like. That <laughs> Oh, don't should... don't boo me. You should be booing yourself is one of my favorite lines. That's a favorite. That's, That's an R Truth classic. <laughs> you should be booing yourselves. I love that. Yo, I say man. that all the time. A, a legend, man. From K Quick all the way up. Just a legend. Yeah, man. Just a legend. <laughs> he's gonna be there forever, honestly. Like they say that about a lot of people, but like he's only gonna leave when he's like, All right, you guys, I'm out of here. Quit I can't do any more. You guys squeezed all the juice out of me. I'm out. Yep. Uh, so Shout out to Truth. We gotta get Truth on Grapsity, man. What's on, up? Man. I, know, through, I would love man. to have Truth on Grapsity. That would be amazing. Uh, let's see. We got Graham says, "Yo, it's Grapsity with Will, Phil, and Reg trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking." Let's heads. go, baby. Yes. Love Saturdays. Thank you, Graham. Yes. Uh, Graham also says, "I wrote that." Uh, if you didn't like seeing you a bum, yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> 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 like the con Ooh. man was letting him have it this week man yo Cody, yeah yo man you should hire that ratio it's, it's the line. you should hire this ratio, <laughs> bro. ratio. my god <laughs> not playing you should hire this ratio like you gotta turn your phone off on the other oh, side my. of that bro i'm Lots. sorry that was really really funny <laughs> uh, 
see, it's Isaiah says, bought tickets for the AEW St. Louis show. First time being to an event live. Oh, sweet. Uh, have y'all heard anything or are y'all going? Heard TK has big plans. Um, I know that Cher, she's got uh, front row tickets. She got three front row tickets. Um, right. I haven't heard any big plans. When's that show? Uh, that's June. Um, I think it's the week before the Milwaukee show. Mm. Um, so, look. Every Dynamite for the last however many has been so hot. I'm just like, you just never know. It could be anything at this point. <laughs> now, I'll tell, you what I, I'll tell you what I would do if I were booking this show. I know that uh, I... So, let's put myself in Tony Khan's shoes. Yeah, there we go. I know that... I was supposed to run a pay-per-view at this exact arena in St. Louis, Full Gear. Mm. And Full Gear ended up getting canceled. And then, of course, the arena was booked. It ended up getting, uh, there was a UFC show uh, that Saturday. So they tried to move it, but the arena was already booked for the following Saturday. So they ended up moving the show to Minneapolis. So knowing that I owe St. Louis something big. Uh, because they still kept the rampage there, right? They did that live mm-hmm. rampage in St. Louis. And then Tony Khan, he hit the stage and he said, hey, I, I promise you guys when we return, it's going to be something big. Mm. I also know that Tony Khan did say that uh, they want to run Blood and Guts back. If it were me, mm. and I know that uh, mm. I've got a couple of scenarios right now where I could do They're getting there five, with uh, Jericho and, and Eddie Kingston and them. They could, yeah, uh, I've yeah. got... a. You know, there are a number of scenarios where you could run five-on-five situations. Uh, that's what I would do is yeah. give them that dynamite. I like um, it. That's that's me personally. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're actually planning, but if it were me, that's what I would do. I mean, um, you know, Fightful Select is probably printing this thing right now saying, Will Washington yeah, make show happen? Don't give me any credit. <laughs> this is... This this is me. You know when like sometimes Meltzer will will report something, but then Meltzer will give his opinion, and people are like, "Hey, Meltzer said," blah, blah, blah. and it's like, "No, that was him giving an opinion. Yeah, like that's yeah. his thoughts." This is one of those times, but except yeah. I'm actually saying, this is just my idea. Will just compared do. himself to Meltzer, so yeah, that's <laughs> that's where we're at guys, today. Stop doing that, by the yeah. way, this yeah. whole reporting his opinion, and then when it doesn't happen, see, Meltzer's a fraud. Yeah, oh, no, the worst. Stop doing that, guys. Stop the it. Worst. <laughs> The worst. So yeah, that's just what I would do personally. Yeah. I don't know what they're Good actually idea. planning because I know Tony said he does want to run Blood and Guts back this summer. Um, I don't uh, uh, unless they've got a way bigger venue plan because that's the thing is I don't know how big that venue is to have that big ass double cage in there. Um, and like so, so close to double or nothing is kind of what like it's what's a, it's gonna like, it's like four weeks after double or nothing. So it's like I could see that. Yeah, I uh, guess so. So uh, Mac says uh just wanted to show love to the bros been a crazy week in brooklyn with the shootings oh. yeah uh but it ended so awesome with me joining the girl dad club yesterday oh congratulations, congratulations. shout out to you man yeah also shout cool. out to uh d-lo d-lo got engaged this week right yeah shout out i to saw the homie. that shout out D-Lo. Yeah. Gigs. let's go baby that's big news but yeah the people of brooklyn and new york that's crazy uh Sending love out to all y'all. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. By the way, rest in peace to my man. Re ready is a classic. Oh my uh, god, that crazy story. News, yeah, what the hell, man? Yeah. Damn, man, it's hard out too. here. Yeah, we were just hearing shit all day. But no, uh, seriously, with Brooklyn, I that um, for those who know that about me, that uh, I survived a mass shooting ten years right. ago. 
Um, one of that's the most it. prolific ones. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I didn't even know that about you till what? When we were in Florida, I was like, what? You did what? And you like told me the whole story. And I'm like, bro, this is, you were yeah, there. That that's was, crazy. Uh, a big part of my story. Um, yeah. It's just a big yeah. part of my history now is that uh, I went to see The Dark Knight Rises. And uh, for those who don't know where I live, I live in Aurora, Colorado. That's where that shooting took place. I was at that theater. Um, so like I, I have some like huge PTSD moments when it comes to that, and uh, I was extremely triggered by that, um, uh, by everything that happened in Brooklyn, and uh, I just want to say that uh, I, I recognize what anybody who um, who was a victim of that might be feeling right now, mm-hmm. and uh, just know. Um, it's okay if it continues to, to stay with you forever uh, because it is something that's going to haunt you for a long time. Um, and it is okay to talk to somebody about that. And I do recommend it. Yeah, man. Everybody, yeah. hopefully everybody's doing well out there in Brooklyn. And again, rest in peace to man, Archie Eversole. Yes. Joseph says, tuning in late. Hope y'all having a good weekend. So far, it's pretty chill. Yeah. <laughs> I've been awake. Two hours. I'm gonna watch um, some basketball today. It's gonna be hot. Yeah, it's some playoff basketball, basketball a lot of is on. Going on tonight. Oh, it's a lot of wrestling. Wrestling never stops, honestly. Wrestling never. <laughs> I watched a, a little bit of the Hog Show, uh, House of Glory, last night. Shout out to Hog, Malahomi, one of my favorite wrestlers of all the times. Amazing Red made his comeback. He was in this. They have like a six man scramble championship. He ended up losing it to Casey Navarro. Shout out to Casey Navarro, great talent. But Amazing Red is back. He looked great. Need him and his cousins, the SAT, to do a trios match. A couple of them. I got a couple people y'all could wrestle. Uh, Namely, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Get back, Kenny Omega. Let's do this. Bring him in. Uh, bring uh, Red in for a one shot or something, Tony Khan, honestly. Because, like, it's fucking Red. He's part of the reason why your company exists. The things that he did, like, people in your company took what he did and made your company. So, shout out to Amazing Red, one of the greatest of all time. Most influential pro wrestlers in the history of the pro wrestling. Uh, standing Shooting Star Press, the Code Red, like... You see this guy's moves every – honestly, he has videos of him hitting Canadian Destroyers in 1996. So this guy's the guy. Shout out to hey. Amazing Red. Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? I mentioned on Day After Dynamite this week, uh, speaking of uh, legends to bring in. Because I was thinking, you know, the, the story on Dynamite has been um, that the Jericho Appreciation Society has had the numbers advantage on um, – everybody in uh, eddie kingston's group yep. and i'm like okay so who does he bring into even the odds and like my yep. brain immediately goes um homicide homicide and hernandez and i thought there's a couple of reasons i would bring in homicide for one you own ring of honor now and if there's you know you've been honoring all the legends you've been honoring cm punk you've been honoring brian danielson um samoa joe is the tv champion right now but like i do feel and you're honoring um jay lethal in a big way and I feel like if there's any other name that belongs in that conversation for Legends of Red <coughs> Honor, it's Homicide. Who has appeared on AEW television? He before? was the one to beat Brian Danielson. Uh, uh, Brian Danielson's legendary Ring of Honor title reign was ended by Homicide. So bring in Homicide. Right. He's amazing. Homicide was, he could be in that. Should... If they do that Blood and Guts match, Homicide needs to be in that match. Right. Homicide showed up at Grand Slam, correct? Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. He got a yeah. nice little moment, Eddie Kingston. Like it was hot. I love Homicide, yeah, but honestly, I think Homicide is an NWA. I think he's still the junior heavyweight champion. Also, shout out to him. And I might be interviewing yeah. Homicide too. So y'all, y'all, uh, 
talk to your boys. I'm trying to talk to your guy for uh, the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, as they say. Let's go. Yep. Uh, hey, Thomas. Says, also, Impact, send my check and reply to my emails, y'all people over there. We're trying to get some business done. Impact Wrestling. I don't want to say the dude's name on air, but you know who you are, bro. No, honestly, dude, just respond to my email. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I'm trying to get this interview with Rich Swan, Willie Mack. I'm saying it out loud because I want it to happen. Rich Swan and Willie Mack. I'm trying to get this interview. If you would just respond to my email, we can hey, make man. it happen and everything Man- can be nice. man. Mo- Moons That's is in the it. sky, man. That's, That's what Wale would say. Moons is yes. in the sky. <laughs> How easy is that? Um, I'm trying to get the humpers. Give me a moment. Um, humpers I decided because like I get, I get them past, I get them past to me every week uh, that I get kicked out of the humpers, and I'm like, you know what? Yes, that's who I, I'm talking about. Whoever's tweeting from the uh, whoever's talking about the fightful wrestling. That's who I'm talking about. That person right there. That, that's his name in the chat. That's him. <laughs> yes, he will not <laughs> respond to anybody's stuff. That's and him. I, uh, I literally just uh, I, I just uh, DM'd Sean at this point because I'm like, look, I gotta get my humpers back. So, uh, cause... yes, SRS, that's who I'm talking about. Him, yes, help me. <laughs> Come on, man. The, the, the homie from Chicago, if I remember correctly. Um, just email me back, bro. Jay. Yes. Uh, and that. And thank you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we got more to read. Um, yeah. Uh, Thomas says another week with my favorite crew. Only now I'm an uncle for the first time. Hopefully the cool uncle. Hey, let's congratulations. go. You know, my favorite thing in the world has been my cousin has a bunch of kids when he has birthday parties. I love being that uncle that's just there with all the vices being, you know, that uncle like, oh, there he is. He has drinks. He has this. He has this. That's me. It's the best. Being that that uncle is uh, phenomenal. It's fun. Especially when you don't have to go home to your own kids because you don't have any yeah. kids. Oh my god! Hey, I, but not but but the the caveat to that being the cool uncle can sometimes lead to you having kids. For example, oh. I was the cool uncle for a little Hold bit, on a minute. and my wife when uh, when we were dating at the time, she was just like, "Wow, he's so good with kids." Oh, and, I see. Okay. And, and, yeah, no, I don't show it in front of nobody. That's gonna like it. Nah, man. I, uh... When somebody's around, that's that's that. I think it's gonna like it. I just push the kids on the ground. I just, I just be the worst. I'm like, get away from me, you little motherfucker. No, I don't got a dollar for you. Yeah. <laughs> Trick letter kids like William Washington do. You know, William Washington had his kid bring down the omelet today. That's a flex. I need that. Honestly, I'm gonna hey, be man. a dad now just because I want that moment right now. Bring me an omelet. Yes, <laughs> I know that omelet was bomb. I know everybody like got to sit and watch me eat it. Uh, but <laughs> look, our show's about family. We've had the infamous, infamous people on this show already in Will Washington's family. So like, we're just gonna keep it going. Beta's gonna be an actress extraordinaire. And she's gonna look back on this clip and be like, "That's when I debuted. I debuted on Grapsity, and from that day on, this is when I won my Oscar." So she's gonna, when she wins her Oscar, she's gonna be like, "I want to give it up to Grapsity for giving me this moment. If I didn't bring that omelet down to my dad, this would have never happened." Tell you, man, Veda, Veda, and her friend are gonna end up on Fightful Overbooked. Cody podcast and she's like, Did you guys know that you know Funkasaurus was a thing? <laughs> that's uh, hella funny yes uh so uh 
good news. I great think. news. Good news. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, <laughs> How is it not automatically logged in when Washington? How does this I, happen? It's not that I'm not logged it. in. It's that when I log in, all of a sudden, they're not there anymore. What uh, the heck, you guys? So let's see. SRS trying to trying to sabotage our show, huh? There I see go. what's going I, on I, here. I, SRS. I got uh, and now they are here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and now they are here. Yes. So, all right. I always Trick Daddy is ridiculous. He's very ridiculous. Yeah, he had, he had a run though, man. Can't uh, no can't Trick Daddy kids, man. I love I love that. Man, a sandwich. Yeah, that that production <laughs> on that song, baby, because I'm a thug is hard. Like I would yeah. rap on that song. That's a no beat. <laughs> uh, Van Twinblade says, uh, "Give me your best announcer voice when you read this." Um, <clears throat> Let's go, friends, nerds, marks of all ages. I bring glorious news. Sunday, April 24th at 5 p.m. Central on YouTube at Glory Pro Live. You can watch Glory Pro Live at the pageant as it's happening. Hashtag Team Ambition. Listen, man. Hey, y'all got to send the checks, bro. I'm just Send the <laughs> checks, man. Right. Y'all got to send, send the checks and fly your boys like, out. And got, get my man on announcing. Roll get the a, get us some carpet, commentary. What is, come on, man. We can do it all. Make we it happen. We can do it all. We can. <laughs> we can and will do it all. Cut the checks, bro. Um, but yeah, Life of Deem says, happy Saturday, Grap City family. Great interview with Nyla and the Grap City invitation tag on Wednesday was Ooh, fire. We're getting to it, baby. The we'll Grap City Invitational that. is uh, definitely coming yeah, up. Uh, I want to see uh, Swerve and Keith tag more often. Well, I have good news for you. Um, and D'Lo Diggs says, what up, Grabs fam? Hope y'all had a good week. Love that Nyla interview. Also, I don't know what's been worse, the name change or the lack of women's matches in AEW. Um Name change. Which name change? I'm guessing just like the WWE name changes. Um, um, what? what I mean, I would say I would say the the uh, I don't know. The last two weeks of women's matches on Dynamite have definitely been disappointing. Yes, um, and that I agree. they've been just straight up squashes. Yes, and I feel okay. like uh, when you have you Tony know. Storm and Ruby Soho and Red Velvet yeah. and all these yeah. great talented no, been... people, it kind of you know, I, I feel you. I understand. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, it, it's a little glaring because I I did yeah. think the Ruby match with the Renegade Twins, one of the Renegade Twins, um, this week on Rampage was a lot better than the match on Dynamite. Yes, and I did think people were very hard on the match on Dynamite. Yes, people were. I, I just will never like this idea of people that don't watch the match taking a, a gif out of it and going, "Oh, this match was so horrible because this yeah. part of it was bad." And it's like. Mm-hmm. You got to watch these things in context, man. And that's right. not to say that I think that match was amazing, but I just don't like, I don't like the idea of you going, we need more women's matches, support the women, and then also dumping on the women at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like, and also, I think that yeah, match would have been fine. I think that match would have been fine as an addendum to another match, but when that was the only women's match on the yeah, show, right. I think that, to me, uh, is I agree with that point. a bigger problem. Yes. Um, that I yeah. would have rather seen something else there. Especially if we got three when, women matches on the show, that's fine. But if there's one women's match on the show and it's that, then I see it. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, uh, yeah. I, I get what they're trying to do as far as, you know, presenting Marina. And, you know, I just think that the way they did it wasn't the best. I think having yeah. her come out and her entrance was very, like, okay. And mm-hmm. then, like, even at the end, it was just her staring at the camera. And I was like, Okay, not that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's not to say that I think Marina is bad. I just think the way they presented her wasn't great. <laughs> wasn't right. 
Yeah, but uh, I also hate that uh, what you were saying about how people are being like, this is a bad match, and like every match isn't going to be Sasha and Bailey. Every match isn't going to be a five star classic. Every single wrestler doesn't have chemistry. Some matches are going to be gritty. Some matches are going to be rough. Some matches are going to be like there's a real fight going on because it's pro wrestling. There's a variety. It's all it all isn't just you know Will Osprey and Ricochet doing flips. It all isn't just deathmatch wrestling. It all isn't just you know whatever it is. Everything is different. Every single match could be different every single wrestler is different so like you guys relax thank you yeah if it's just support the women then come on man don't don't bash the women when they're getting wrestling. wasn't man. the best match the i've wrestling. ever seen no but like it's wrestling man come calm down yeah I yeah know. i just i, I would have rather seen just like just put down. more women's wrestling on the show honestly that's it that's pretty yeah. much where we're gonna end up yeah it's easy. I, I, you got and, a bunch and, of talented women back there like a lot of them so like right put them on and TV. i i there's one vision I see and I'm excited for, and that is the fact that I can start to see what's happening with this, uh, the Owen Hart tournament and how yeah. um, the one thing I feel like AEW has done really well with when it comes to women's wrestling is tournaments. Um, I think that they have kind of, other than the, the tag team tournament, which like, I get what the tag team tournament was. The tag team tournament was really, um, hey, we're kind of out of women, so like, let's see because in this pandemic, kind of everybody's either stuck in Japan or stuck in another country. So let's see what we can get out of basically I, inviting people here. I enjoyed uh-huh. the tech tournament. Sorry, <laughs> I mean it gave us Tay Conti. I know Tay Conti is unpopular for folks now, but Tay was great in that tournament. It gave got us that got her signed. Yeah, but that's what that was for. It was basically like, yeah. let's get as many. Uh, let, let's see what we can do to replenish the roster and see what we can get out of this. And yeah, Ty Conti got signed out of that. Yeah. Um, but and, uh, yeah, why didn't you guys sign Nicole Savoy, by the way? Yeah. Why didn't you guys do that? That was the one to sign. Uh, and Diamante <laughs> came in from that as well. But uh, and then I feel like uh, when we watch this tournament in totality, we'll be like, that was dope. But yeah, it's just it, it's going to be spaced it's, out. It's getting here. there because the yeah. women's like... eliminated tournament was dope, and then also yeah. the TBS title tournament was really amazing. Good. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, and but yeah, so I, th- I I I I think uh, looking at the lineup for uh, the Owen and how it does seem like it is going to be very different from the TBS title tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I'm encouraged by that, and I actually yeah. uh, am excited to see what they end up doing. It's just like we just need more of it. Like we just need more. Yeah, uh, yeah, like I, they could have done. Um, they could have done another qualifier, to be honest. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, looking at the... it, we're kind of running out of time for qualifiers because right. the tournament's supposed to start in At three some weeks. point between Dynamite and Rampage, they could have ran another uh, yeah, tournament match. Because how many women are in the tournament now? Four, I think. Uh, yeah. Tony, Ruby. Velvet, Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Red Velvet um, and... Um, Jamie Hader. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, if there's four in right now uh, in the tournament, I guess there's technically time because I was gonna say yeah. there's one, two, three. Where four, are they five. trying to get to? There's eight, right? uh, so they need to get eight in the tournament, and there's six episodes of TV between now and when the tournament yeah, starts. Yeah, Brit's so, Brit's got a qualifying match next week. Yeah, and okay, yeah. I think that's the only one they've announced. Since. Right, but, so. Yeah, I, I I do agree that they can handle the women's stuff better on Dynamite. The only thing is, 
Um, the thing happens on Twitter where I feel like there are some people that have great points about why there should be more women on television. Yep. And there are people that genuinely care about women's wrestling. And there are yes. people that try to take that conversation and take it somewhere else. And I feel like that's the problem with all kinds of discourse on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of people that took that. Uh, it was like there's not enough black wrestlers on TV. Now that there's black wrestlers on TV, it has flipped to there's not enough women's wrestlers. They just want something. I hate when people say this, but they're just legit trying to find something to complain about, they're, which they're, sucks. There, yeah, there are 100% people that don't care about AEW programming. That just yeah, want to complain. not at all. Yeah. Um, so, got a couple more Super Chats. Uh, Evil Diva 1978 says, I'm going to the 5-4 show in Baltimore. This Baltimore. Is live AEW show, super pumped. Uh, yeah, um, you know, it's funny. I feel like, <laughs> uh, let's shout out True God. He was uh, really trying to manifest that one because, like, every week he was posting, like, hey, when are they coming back to Baltimore? When are they coming back to Baltimore? And literally, like, the day after... <laughs> He had said that uh, they announced AEW returning Baltimore. to Baltimore. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I feel like Baltimore has not been hurting for uh, wrestling. Like They had full gear. Should um, I tweet about like them coming to the Cow Palace like every single day or something? <laughs> like, I don't know. I want to manifest some shit, too, if that's the case. like I don't want to have to drive all the way to L.A. to see some shit. Like, come to the Cow Palace. People like that venue. I, it's awful over there, but still, it'll be a fun time. It's over awful there. over there. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about getting in or something. People don't like it. I don't know. Uh, it's Isaiah said, how much to get Grap City two times a week? We need more. I, I know people, were, I, I will say this. Um, I really liked how we did that Funny. interview. And this this is just me talking out loud. I really liked <laughs> the, the, the Nyla Rose interview um, and how we kind of did that separately from the show. And I think uh, just especially because there's always so much to talk about, um, there may come a point where we do interviews just separately from the yeah. show. And then so at least on interview weeks, you may get something Two times like the content so and uh saying so, money like that just reminded me of something uh the homie a legendary figure somebody that has given me tons millions gazillions of laughs uh the real superstar virgil has fallen on hard times he said since he came back from dallas texas he's been having issues apparently he went to the doctor they said he's had two strokes that he didn't even know about just because he's a pro wrestler and wrestlers don't care about anything and check on anything so yeah he's falling on some super hard times he's uh he needs some help if you could donate to virgil uh find virgil prayers up to virgil he has given me legit so many laughs i remember seeing him at a wrestling convention and he will legit force you to purchase something you don't like if you talk to him you're gonna buy something but it's like in a good endearing way because it's virgil like he has a picture with like Bret Hart, British Bulldog, Roddy Piper, and Virgil. And it's like, none of these people are here, but he's here, and you're going to buy this picture. So shout out to <laughs> Virgil, Million Dollar Champion. Uh, prayers up, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I was sad to hear that. Didn't he say that he's uh, it's like the onset of dementia or something? Yeah, early, early onset dementia was also yeah, what he said about yeah, it. So, yeah. so yeah, definitely prayers up to him. Oh, man. Um, Rough. I want to do like a Virgil, like if I can, I want to legit start doing Twitch streams eventually when I get my computer, or whatever. And I want to do like a 24 hour Virgil thon or something to, cause like Virgil, what? Bro, <laughs> Wait, 24 what? hour Virgil thon, man. Let's go. <laughs> what What will this entail? What are you talking um, about? I don't know. I'm on here like willing and dealing. We're just making money for Virgil, Phil. Come on. Shout out to Virgil. And rest right. in peace Virgil to Virgil. Thon. Next story. Virgil thon. <laughs> 
Windy City Riot. Let's talk hey, about it. We are out here in the city of Chicago. Well, are you pulling really up? In, in Villa Park. Uh, I am pulling up. I Ooh, will be there. Wee. Hot, hot, hot. Man, man, both of the guys at hot shows this week. Let's go. Man, uh, man. A lot of stuff going on today. I mean, it's not just Windy City. I, I mm-hmm. think Mission Pro's running this show as well, which will Ooh. be on Title Match Network. Let's go. Um, I think there's another women's show in Chicago. I only knew that because Queen Aminata said that she would be wrestling on that card. Oh, let's go. At first, she was like, I'll be in Chicago. And I was like, wait, you pulling up to New Japan? What's going on? Mm-hmm. But no, she's, uh, she's doing a women's wrestling show in the city. Um, but yeah, this card looks amazing. The main event sounds awesome. It's going to be Mox versus Will Ospreay. First time matchup can't beat that super um, hot usfj he's been trying to manifest that for a while so yeah super excited for that main event usfj i'm so excited about the usfj challenge because the last time there was a big one we kind of had a little insight so it's going to yeah. be interesting to see who this I, one is with no, no speculation <laughs> i'm going in waiting to be surprised at who's yes. going to wrestle um bullet club is also going to wrestle your boy chris bay Ooh, cb shout out to my bro cb out in the building is that the one with scott norton it is. I will be. <laughs> I will yes. be there to support uh, as honorary good brother. <laughs> support the hoops. The good feel. <laughs> um, man, Tom Lawler is in action. He's going to wrestle Blue Justice, Yuji Nagata. Um, wow. It's not a title match, but man, big fight. Really excited for that match. Um, yep. I've got Minoru Suzuki, of course, still doing his U.S. title run. Well, not U.S. title run, but U.S. run, and he's going to wrestle. Tomohiro Ishii. Oh my goodness, they are gonna beat each other. Come up. on, man. it's this... a fight. It's a fight. It's a big fight. Um, Ball yeah. head brawl. <laughs> Suzuki with the finger waves. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Suzuki with Does the Suzuki... finger waves. She said, "Does he have finger waves?" <laughs> oh man, that made me cry. I love it. It's one of my favorite moments. On, that happened. That we were at Ring of Honor. Friend behind us was like asking if Suzuki had finger waves. Hey and man, I just shout to Keeks. Uh, yeah. Wasn't Keeks, but I think that was Keeks's friend. Is that that? Yeah. Sister? I don't know. Yeah. Please let us know who remember. was that. Uh, yeah. Shout out to her, though. That's, yeah. I think I about that line that, yeah. legit every single was. time I see Suzuki, and I see him like five times a day now. So thank you. <laughs> Great moment. <laughs> uh, man, you got Finn Juice is also in action with Brody King. Uh, I think they're wrestling Jonah. And uh, this is a me. huge card, bro. This is like. Huge card. Uh, wow. But yeah, I, and and actually, I think Finn is finishing up his time with New Japan as well. So yeah, I saw that. There's a story this week that said he's like, "I'm good here. Like, well, I'm, Finn, I don't think I don't want to wrestle." Robinson. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to wrestle anymore. I got a hot ass wife. I'm out of this. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, I'm good. I got. I'm good here. I'm out. Yeah, but no, uh, Juice is gonna be finishing up his time there. Um, and when I think of Juice, um, you mentioned Cal Palace earlier. Mm-hmm. First time I saw him wrestle live was at Cal Palace. That was mm. at that New Japan show um, versus Jay White for the U.S. Uh, title. Funny enough, that show happened, and just so happened, I happened to be going on a cruise to Mexico, and I didn't go. Like, what? Why, why am I going on a cruise you at the same there. time at this Cow Palace show? Every time there's a big Cow Palace show, something dumb like that would happen. Like, I'm <laughs> on a cruise. I'm out of there. I did. I didn't see it. Yep, I was on a cruise. I was over waters in a fucking dumbass boat. Unreal. Man, I like cruises. <laughs> uh, not over not, Cody and fucking Kenny I've, I've Omega. Done that. Did, did, was it the? <laughs> you said you took a cruise to Mexico, so it was mm-hmm. out of California. Was it just like the the like Ensenada, where it like yeah, it's like Baja California. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was okay. fun, but not really. No, I would. It, <laughs> I'd rather go I, to like a resort, like that same thing, yeah, but not I'm, on a boat. <laughs> I've done two cruises at this point in my life, and I'm kind of like. All right, you've been done on one, like, like I like yeah. everything about it, but not being on the boat. So like, I'll just go to a resort in Mexico. Way more fun, <laughs> I think. Yeah, 
Yeah, but no, so that was a great night because that was that was the night that uh, Firing Squad actually kicked them out of Bullet Club, and that was great. Uh, I remember leaving that night, and that was also mm. the night that uh, uh, Brock uh, came out to that UFC fight, and they had like that whole back and forth. Great, great night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he got the 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 promo. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. Missed a um, good one. Well, night. Uh, Hot well, show. That's gonna right? be. Yeah, that's gonna, that's be, gonna be dope, man. Yeah, and there's some. Building, there's some things coming. looming. There could be some extra surprises that nobody even knows about. Also, so yeah. Hey man, Shout out to that. if they announce that show tonight, you gonna cry? No, nah, I don't know if I'm gonna cry, <laughs> but I'm just gonna be like, man, what's what's the happen? How can I? How can I? How can I get behind scenes to, to interview? You, you know how you on? you you would already tell we met in uh. We in the Texas plug. in Texas you talk to the plug Rocky Romero. <laughs> hey Rocky, yeah. what's up? How about your boy? You gotta say yeah. it out loud because SRS is gonna send the email. Come on, that's that's how it works. I, I saw Rocky <laughs> by the I saw Rocky in New Orleans and he was like, Man, you are everywhere. Because I saw Rocky everywhere, in LA. Man. I saw Rocky in LA. Um and then of course saw him in Texas. Uh I think I did we see him in Orlando, maybe. Uh but then saw him in so. saw him in New Orleans and he was just like Everywhere I've been, <laughs> Rocky, Rocky is man. everywhere. Rocky's the man, like, man. He's no, like, Rocky's Rocky has a crazy so, schedule. Rocky has been so kind to me, and um, I've met Rocky four times, and uh, the second time I ever met him, the fact that he remembered anything about me was uh, where he's like, "Yeah, you're from Denver, right?" I was like, "Yeah." It's crazy. Yeah, everybody <laughs> that I hear that talks with Rocky says he's like the yeah, best dude. So just, I, I see why he's yeah. in the position that he's in because like people just want him to win, and he just wants everybody to win. More than, most importantly, super cool dude, man. Yeah. Uh, so some cool information has leaked uh, in the last couple of weeks, and it is WWE's heel and face rankings, uh, to which we have seen uh, kind of where people stand on the roster. Um, now these have leaked in the past before. Uh, but it's always fun to have them in, in real time and to know who the top baby faces and heels are on each brand right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, case in point, the number one baby face on Monday Night Raw currently is Bobby Lashley. He's currently ranked uh, as Bob the number Lashley. one um, And Cody Rhodes is currently slotted as the number two baby face, although I don't see how that is. Because um, he really I, I does feel like number, number one. one. I feel like I he's know. number one. Yeah, no, I don't. When I when I, I heard about one. that, I'm like, all right, fucks with you, Bob Lashley, but Cody is definitely number one. Yeah, uh, and I don't know. I guess it it is just he's he's the top babyface right now. But... Yeah, I agree. I think so. I think like at this point, it's really hard to deny. I think it's just because Bobby's always in position, like. Yeah. He's gonna be. He's gonna hover in that one, two, three spot, no matter what. Like on either side of the hill face coin. So that's just what it is. But yeah, I think at this point, Cody Rhodes is the talk of the town for pretty much everybody for in the sure. wrestling world. So yeah. he has to be the number one guy. They're setting him up for greatness. I would think so. But you know, yeah. things could change. <laughs> great American Bash. That's what you. <laughs> Set him up for the Great American Bash. <laughs> um, but no, no, I I get the thinking behind that because they have protected Bobby throughout his run. Very protected. I mean, even the way he lost the Elimination Chamber, so it makes sense that. Yeah. I'm assuming that at some point he's going to be, uh, you know, the number one contender for one of those titles. Agreed. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is uh, so the number three babyface is AJ Styles. So that that's currently how it's ranked on Monday Night Raw. It is number okay. one Bobby Lashley, number two Cody Rhodes, number three AJ Styles. I'm not mad uh, at it. 
And, and these rankings Where's are Seth? Cool. Uh, He's so a heel? Seth, of course, on the heel side, yeah. And on the heel side, the top heel is listed as uh, Seth Wrong. Rollins. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, Roman Reigns is still not considered a part of Monday Night Raw. They basically have, like, said Monday Night Raw just don't have a champion right now. Um, and I think so. They really don't know what they're doing with these championships at all. They're no, they don't. They're, they're not. Um, I, I believe that Meltzer quote from February, where he was saying they're not unified. They're probably going to end up dropping one of those titles, and it's going to end up end up back on Raw. I really believe gotcha. That. Yeah. Okay, but I, I don't. This know was how just they a big there. match for WrestleMania. Brock and Roman. They're going to yeah, forget about it soon. Roman is gotcha. still SmackDown. As a gotcha. matter of fact, because he was okay. at Raw this week, but he was not on Raw. He right. he he wrestled a dark match. Uh, but he was at that show, but like they are, there, there seems to be kind of an adamant move of like, he is the WWE champion, but he's not going to be focused on, on Monday night raw, like at all. Hmm. Uh, and I think that's very interesting, but yeah, the, the, top, interesting. the top heels on raw are listed as Seth Rollins at number one, Kevin Owens at number two, and then edge and Damian priest are listed as one unit on Monday night raw. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> And so it's like it kind of feels like Damian Priest is ra- is is ranked highly, but it's like eh, right. not really. He's it's because he's, like, he's attached to Edge. Attached to Edge. Edge is the number three. But that means know. that Edge is gonna kind of start to take a back. Edge is not gonna be doing a lot of matches, is what yes is no. going on here. Yeah. And on SmackDown, uh, the top baby face is Drew McIntyre, uh, and the top heel is obviously Roman Reigns. Um, who's who's under Drew? Uh, doesn't Ricochet. say. Uh, but yeah, probably Ricochet. I think Ricochet. That, was, that, that story came out just a couple weeks ago that he was. <laughs> I know, love my man Ricochet, but yo, who else is it if it's not Ricochet? It's duh. It's bleak over there. Uh, um, God, I just look at real Memphis bleak over there, bro. Shinsuke, yeah, yeah I, can, I can believe Shinsuke. Uh, and then that's on the men's side. On the women's side, uh, the top. Um, Bianca's top. On... Yeah, the top. Yeah, the top. Babyface is Bianca Belair. Yeah. The number two, which I find really interesting because she's not around, is Alexa Bliss. Um, now, granted, oh, she's got she's married. A face? Huh? Yeah, she. That was a babyface uh, thing. At, what last time we saw was Elimination Chamber, but they were treating her like a babyface at Elimination yeah. Chamber. Like all that, yeah, even when she was so. doing the doll stuff. That's baby all that. Face. Video, yeah, all I think them? I think like the everything her videos coming back, everything coming back has been babyface. Yeah, position. I think that was all to build her up as a face. Right. Uh, so Alexa Bliss is ranked as the number two baby. But that's By interesting way, that they're not doing. Where is she? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, she just she just got married, and it was like a huge wedding. She had in sync perform at her wedding. Um, <laughs> it was like ever, and she got to be an honorary member since obviously Justin Timberlake ain't doing her wedding. But uh, they had like, every whose they, wedding? Hell no. Had, I might show it to Bianca Belair's wedding, but not Alexa. Bliss's. <laughs> but she had everybody, and she got to perform with them, and like at her own wedding. Uh, it, I will say the videos I looked at of Alexa Bliss's wedding looked like a fucking spectacle. Um, like Miz got like an actual like ring introduction as he like makes his way. As I saw that part party. with with Nia, with yeah, Lena. Uh huh. Uh, so it it looked like like I um, paid some money for NSYNC. <laughs> I know, right? Shit, they gave it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then the number three up. baby Man. face. The number three baby face is Rhea Ripley, who um. Course, it looks like they're setting her up that, to be that, a heel was the funny part. That's so interesting <laughs> that they consider her higher. They consider Alexa higher than Rhea. Yeah. It's interesting. But the, mean, everything that Rhea's doing now, they're setting her up to be the top heel, it looks like. Like, they're setting they're her up to... They're definitely going to turn her, yeah. Yeah, I like, I'm confused about everything now. And then the top three heels on Monday Night Raw on the women's side are Becky Lynch, Carmella, and Zelina. 
Oh, that's awful. Yeah, they've got to turn somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> they've got to turn somebody else too. Please no, hurry no, up. Hey man, no shade to Carmella and Selena, but I feel no. like if you're gonna put somebody else under Becky Lynch, like that gap is pretty large. That's huge. That's a giant gap. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like uh, shout out PW Insider is where this information came from. Um, and I was looking yeah, at just, the the salaries last night of like dancing bro made some bank last year. I mean, Jeez I, Louise! I was worried when you said we got to talk about leaks. I was like, oh no, is he talking about those names that got leaked? <laughs> I don't know. You guys ever about. seen those? Mm-mm. No, what names? What are you what talking names? about? What, you, what is this? Um, I saw something like Katana Chance or something like that. Or... Oh, you're talking about the names, the names. Uh, yeah, like the, new yeah names the, the names that got registered. Who is Katana Chance? They haven't said yet. Um, some people think it's Io Shirai. I hope that's not true. Oh. Uh, yeah, that would be <laughs> not so great. Um, I, I, well, mainly because like I don't understand a lot of the name changes for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, because they're going to pick and choose. Because, yes. uh, you know, I talked last week about, or maybe it was two weeks ago, but I talked two weeks ago about how um, a, Cody is kind of showing that there's leverage now in in signing from AEW. Um, and I do feel like you are better off jumping from AEW to WWE than you are getting called up from NXT. Because uh, it's almost like, you should probably detour. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I say that yeah, because, no, like, seriously. because you, you know, if, if you are somebody who is a free agent and WWE is interested in you, you do have the leverage to be able to say, well, I want to keep my name. I want to keep my music. I want to keep all of this. Or you don't get me and I'm going to stay mm-hmm. with AEW. Whereas yep. like if they're like, all right, you're getting called up from NXT and you said to them, I want to keep my name. I want to keep my music. I want to keep my look. They, nope. just, they just look at you and go, no. Nah. You already work for us. Yeah. You have no leverage. We got all. you. Yeah. But, but like... yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's such a weird conversation about these name changes because I think people misunderstand what people are. I don't I don't even like the word upset. I, I, I the, the thing that people are criticizing about the name changes because the name the name a name change isn't bad in theory, but if you've got somebody I don't know, like, theory is a pretty bad one. On paper, changing somebody's name is not bad. But if you've got somebody that's like Walter, who has been around forever, and like he's created all this interest in himself as Walter, why would you change that? You signed him to be Walter. Why would you not just let him be Walter? And Io Shirai is Io Shirai. Like she is a legend over in Japan. Yeah, some of them just don't make sense. I get it. I understand why you're doing it, but it's like, why would you do it? But you know, like, you know, Brian yeah. branding, licensing, money. I get it. Right. And I should say, of course, we don't know that they're changing EO Shirai's name. That's just they're definitely the, gonna change That's EO just Shirai's the word name. going around. But if you sign somebody as big as EO Shirai was, you don't change her name. Like she she came in as a big star. You don't need to change anything. I feel like if you're gonna change their name, change them from Rip. Start changing them in NXT. Don't bring them well, in yeah, that, at NXT as their name. Just like change them as soon as you I get mean, them. Like Oscar, because like, so. look at Oscar. Oscar changed, turned it around. She wasn't always Oscar, and like she's Oscar. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah, and no, I mean I, that's why I said name changes aren't always bad. Yeah. Like so, that's the the uh, issue I have is that you're essentially kind of hurting people's investment in NXT because yeah, that was exactly. a big problem I had with NXT to begin with. Uh, and I'm talking about Black and Gold NXT was that. I was having a hard time staying invested in the show when the call-ups were bombing so bad. You're just going to change it anyways. I get it. Yeah, yeah. because I was yeah. like, okay. Hard why, to stay invested. 
yeah, why would I invest in this when you're not investing in it? When it's like, uh, okay, I'm into this character, I'm into this, then you call it up and bomb it. And people would argue me and they'd say, well, uh, don't worry about any of that. Just worry about what's happening in NXT in itself. And it's like, but none of that's long term. Right, because they're only going to be here for a short amount of time before right. the the majority of their career is going to take place on the main roster. And if on the main roster, like, why would I get, in hindsight, why would I have gotten invested in Keith Lee on NXT when I know that the long term, what happened with him didn't work out? All right. And then, so I don't I, I don't know what 2.0 call ups are actually going to look like. Although uh, LA Knight isn't giving a, a Ooh, good sign for that. Either. No, a bad but, sign. Damn, LA uh, Knight. But I, I, I do What's feel going on like with LA Knight? They made him into a manager is he's what manager they're trying. Now. Yeah, he's, he's a manager. He's going to be managing Mace. Uh, they yeah. did it on uh, – the. he worked a dark match on SmackDown last night. As a manager. He, he is now – and that was rumored for a few weeks that he was going to yeah. be a manager, and that sounded so – Exactly outraged. what they did with, with Adam Knight? Cole. Wait, why, yeah. though? I thought that, that, I thought that LA, uh, LA Knight was a slam dunk, honestly. LA, I used LA to see him as Eli Drake. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was like, this guy's going to be a huge star in WWE. Yeah, like, but I, honestly, I, I saw that story, and that was one of those times I'm like, that can't be real. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it was like, yeah. okay, LA Knight's going to be working as a manager on the main roster. And I thought, no way. This is, why would you do that? Like, bro, uh, he, he has designed his whole career to be a WWE wrestler. Like, yeah. He, yeah. what he, is going he, on he fits, here? He fits their aesthetic perfectly. Like, he's got a great nope. look. He's got a great build. He's got he's got the he's got the WWE name now. This is what, what you guys what want? What is, is it? I like Mace. Uh, Dio, like that's he is a, a solid performer. Um, but I like Mace too. What you know about going out head with Honestly, if you're going to get a manager, his name is Malcolm Malcolm Bivens, bro. You have a manager. (laughs) Bring him up for Mace. uh, uh, You need a manager for Mace? He's right fucking here. Malcolm Bivens, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, uh, but LA Knight is managing. Uh, But but I guess that's my point here is that so far, even 2.0 call-ups. Uh, but then again, I guess L.A. Knight was on Team Black and Gold, so like he's still yeah, considered, yeah, he's a, considered a, right, a Black right, and Gold guy. Even yeah. though he was there for like three months. Yeah, um, he, but, he's not a Black and Gold guy. But either way, the uh, so far, I, I just feel like changing the names of guys that are like actively on a show that you watch or that they promote, it's like, hey, watch this show, but also it's kind of like not canon to this show. Um, mm-hmm. That uh, That just kind of rubs me sense. the wrong way but like i said uh, i feel like guys who are coming over or guys who might potentially come over from AEW, they have all the leverage as far as keeping anything they want oh, like cody rose gonna be a smoldering hot take for some people boy <laughs> i feel like like they're gonna have a lot more leverage than somebody getting called up to the point of where like i mean because because the reason is they're not in a position with anything to lose like they don't need wwe wwe essentially has to roll the red carpet out for them because it's like well, what do you have to give me you uh traveling uh around the country performing in front of big crowds i have that right. uh like what do you have to offer me um it, like you have nothing for me if you're gonna take away my name if you're gonna take away anything i've built for myself uh and i think this is an interesting time that we live in uh, i want to read I want to read some of these uh, supers and humpers. Um, we have Shot Kid says, uh, no question, just wanted to support one of my favorite podcasts out there. Psyched for Rebellion. Uh, Thank gonna you. Be, uh, 
uh, there to see Ishii and Jonah kill each other. That's going to be awesome. Man, no, that card for Rebellion does look really good. Yeah, it's really good. Semi check. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. And then, uh, so I guess uh, everybody was telling me that Sheeta had also qualified. Of course, she's my favorite wrestler. Oh, right, right, right. right. Sheeta so she yeah. qualified. She so beat uh, Julia Hart. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're almost there, actually. If there's five yeah. qualified, pretty close. She'll Brett's going to be six. Um, yeah. There's only going to be two after that. Yeah. So, okay. Um, and uh, Grand B says, you want more Grap City? Watch Day After Dynamite. Hey, That's a fact. Plug, I, plug, I do like plug. doing Day After Dynamite. That, that show is fun. Uh, and it's really just time for me to talk about shit that happened the night before. Um, and I had a lot to talk about because I was there the night before. Uh, Pam really good card, says, uh, it's going to be my first wrestling – or sorry, it's going to be my first ever wrestling show. Going by myself, but so excited. Good. I enjoy it. Um, I go to wrestling shows by myself all the time. It's fine. Come on, man. Hey, I have I got so much weird, fun. I had a weird question, and maybe it's just because um, she's old. But do you guys' as parents still leave you voicemails? Um, because my mom mine, usually just texts. Th- mine does not. Uh, okay, that's probably that's I just, probably I just, a thing. I just missed the call. And now I have a voicemail that I have to listen to. I hate voicemails. Nobody, why, why leave me voicemails? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. I, the, the, this conversation about uh, being an uncle. So I've been an uncle for, it's crazy enough, 17 years at this point. Um, uh, so my, my niece just turned 17 on t- Sunday, and I called crazy. her. Crazy. And she's like out and about, I guess. I'm like, oh, man. She's busy for her uncle, so I, I left She's her. like, yo, don't call here. Unc, I'm out, I'm out in the street. <laughs> nah, I ain't trying to link. Nah, um, so yeah. I um, I left a voicemail, and I was like, yo, just call me back when you get a chance. Um, and so, yeah, I guess. But um, to answer that question, my dad doesn't ever send me voicemails. Like, I feel like if I miss him, he just, like, uh, he'll, he'll catch me another time. He's busy. Um, my mom yeah. will just tweet me, too, also. So, no, no, My mom will tweet me. What's going on? <laughs> my mom's definitely on Twitter, yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know. My mom is just like a, uh, and they're always the same voicemail. Uh, it's always, <laughs> just, uh, hey, does anyone want anything? Just call me back. I know what she called for. She can say, hey, what are Easter plans tomorrow? What are we doing? When are we meeting? Is up? Easter tomorrow? Yep. Uh, Come on, you heathen. What's, what's yeah, going on? Geez, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Adam. It's, it's, I know, it's, it's I know exactly what's going on. Like, Ramadan's going on. Come on, man. I All the religions exactly. are uniting. <laughs> don't. None for me. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know what she's calling about. She's like, hey, we meeting up for brunch. What are we doing? When, what time? I know this call. I've been getting this every year since I've been an adult out of the house, which has been a long time. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> not not to be a downer. My mother hasn't called me in years because my oh, yeah. mother passed away. Yeah. So. yeah, I knew that. That's why I said parents. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but it's Isaiah said, can we talk about how we are getting Swerve versus Athena tonight. We yes, are Swerve we can. right now. That is happening tonight. Swerve's house. Wrestling Swerve's Revolver. Tonight, Swerve and Athena are going to go for it. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Athena just had a banger last night with Taya. She's going to be tired tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Aaron <laughs> says, uh, maybe see you tonight, Phil. Stoked for Ishii versus Suzuki. Any guesses to Jay White's opponent? Um, hey, if you see me, uh, you know, too sweet me in these streets, bro. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> no, stop by and say what's up if you see me, bro. For real. Honestly, I have no idea. It could be anybody. I don't really know. Um, um yeah, New I wonder Japan. if it would... they could bring out somebody from New Japan. Like it could be somebody from America. Like it could be. I don't know. Mm. They have a lot of options. 
Um, <laughs> Shadika, yeah. hold on. I got to give Shadika's joke out. Uh, she said, "Gotta start calling Will Visa because he's everywhere I want to be." And then she said, "I just dated myself." <laughs> but you know, I remember okay, that actually. Shana, I, re- I, I absolutely remember that. Remember that. Yeah, yeah, never forget Visa. It's everywhere you want. Yes, to be. come yeah. on. Um, That's hilarious. Grams. Next, they're gonna be a ten ten three two one joke, maybe. Or ten ten two twenty. Oh, okay. There you go. Or one eight hundred call call ATT. Okay, we're dating. Yes, we're old. <laughs> oh we're sorry, God. sorry, everybody well, young. And in the, the funny chat. thing is, I only know all these brands because they used to sponsor wrestling events. Wrestling, right? yeah, like, no, it's all yeah. wrestling. It's like WrestleMania exactly. nineteen sponsor or one eight hundred collect presents the yeah, Royal Rumble two thousand. Yeah. Yo, those lugs commercials. Oh, yeah. lugs, man. Lugs, the, the lugs. Hub, Come on, man. The JVC Gigatube. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, bro. Yo, we sound super old, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, man, the Lugs commercials pause. though, because like it was, I knew Lugs for two things: Birdman and uh, Birdman WWE Lugs. Sponsorship. Yep. I had a pair of Lugs by the time WWE started sponsoring them, so I was like, <laughs> Lugs, baby, is lit. Mm-hmm. Lugs and Wallabies. We yeah, back yo. to 1998. <laughs> Graham says, "Adrenaline in my soul." <laughs> Number one, babyface Cody Rhodes. Oh my God! Yes. Although people were mad about him facing the Miz, and like I don't know why they were so mad. It was what um, it was supposed to be. It was a TV match. What, it was a TV match. Who cares? I mean, I'll say this: I get the disdain for Miz. I don't necessarily think it's that the Miz is bad, but I do think it's that the no. Miz is tired. I yes. do think that it is an mm. he is an act- he needs an overhaul like a son of a gun. Like you know, he's had some small tweaks here and there, but for the most part, he's been the same act since like 2010 for a long time (laughs) uh, it's been since he was wwe champion he's been the same character and and like when you think about how um i know jericho is kind of extreme comparison because jericho has really done a great job just like reinventing himself every few years but when you think about the fact that miz made his debut in wwe 18 years ago and like by the time john cena reached 16 years he was a part-timer and Mm -hmm. so like Miz has just been around so long. To the he's point not of where a part-timer. He's still full-time. He's time. still full-time. <laughs> and I think there is kind of this, like, groaning sense people have when something is announced with The Miz where it's like, again, we, it's like, haven't yeah, we seen this before? And the problem is, as I tweeted about, the yeah. answer is probably yes. Yeah. Because, like, as far as Cody versus Miz was concerned, and Cody brought it up in his promo. Cody was like, you know, when you, uh, he says it's been six years since you last saw me, Miz. And he was like, do I look the same to you? Because you look the same to me. Right. Like, it's like, I look the mm-hmm. same. You see this? Like, like, he's a completely different actor. Yeah, and I mean, the, the way that you're putting it right now, I didn't understand why fans were upset. But I guess so, like, if, like, you've been waiting for Cody Rhodes to come back to WWE and, like, you all the matches, all the matches that there could be, like, you're just going to run this match that I could already pull up on the WWE Network. Oh, yeah, Cody has faced Miz, you know I mean? like, six, Cody's faced Miz six times in his yeah. previous run. <laughs> so right. I was like, uh, right. I get it. That yeah. was that was something we had already seen. And that's, that's kind of my issue. And then, like, yeah. I could see a lot of people who were kind of using Cody's words against him, where they're like, um, Cody had said, hey, I faced everybody I wanted to face in AEW. And it was like, <laughs> well, you jumped ship over here to face a guy that you faced like 100 times already. Right, so, yeah. That's like, pretty silly. That's so pretty silly. I, I got what the complaint was. I don't think it was necessary. Because like a lot of people were using it to defend Miz, where it's like, hey, no, Miz is a... a uh, a legend in this business and he is he absolutely definitely is. but i also think that there comes a point of diminishing returns where it's like if you For have sure. been around so long without any real gap there isn't like you know miz used to brag that um never been injured never had any major injuries never had anything put me on the shelf but also 
Yeah, that means that you've been around. That a means long we've time never, we never been able to miss you because you haven't yeah, been we've, gone. We've never been able to miss the Miz. There's never been a point where it's like, man, you know, I would just love to see the Miz. Back what happened to the Miz? Thing. It's like, nope, Miz is here. He's right there. there he yeah, is. he's always been here. <laughs> yeah, I, but no, I thought the segment they did was better than the match itself. The segment. Oh, was I, yeah. I like the segment. I didn't yeah. care for the match. The match. The match was, was what you matches whatever. But I did like the yeah. segment. I actually did. Yeah. Um, and I thought that's more of the stuff we need to see from Cody. Uh, I kind of don't like that Cody is now timing out the woe, by the way, in the song. But uh, I don't know if you noticed in his entrance, but now he like stands and poses and goes, whoa. Like that's uh, production. Got to like, get that WWE production in, man. I know. I was like, I, I liked it when it was a more kind of natural thing. He, just he wants his WWE 2K video game character to be right. <laughs> you got to get it right on screen. So Come then on, the man. character. Yeah. yeah, I give, get the, it. give the kids something to pop about. Man. More pyro, more pyro. Blow it up. Grand Beast is WWE will put Oscar and Shirai in jacket time. Big facts, big facts. Oh, I'm, they they no. might call Ooh, them up and put them all together. Jacket no, time, do, do it, please. Uh, jacket time, time. Let's see what else. And make them into a, a dance group. A, a dance group. Some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Brent says, uh, for being the soundtrack while I help my friends move and support. Have a great week, gentlemen. Thank you, Brent. You're a good Appreciate friend for that. helping your friends move on a Saturday morning. Damn, they got your ass. I know, right? Ain't there <laughs> like a like a Uber service for movers, by the way, where you can just be like Uber for hey. moving? What? Like, where it's just like, yeah, I need movers real quick. Like, yeah, definitely. I've never heard of that. Yeah, what? I, one of my friends was like on that app, and he was just like, he got paged, and he's like, oh damn, I gotta go help somebody move. But he's like, but it's fifty bucks, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go do this real quick, and then yep. come back. I've yeah. never heard of that. Like, somebody just help you lift some shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like you sign. Come help up me move this couch, bro. All right, I'll come through for fifty bucks. All right. Yeah, and that's it. And yeah. if that maybe I dreamed that up or something, but I'm pretty sure. You better trademark real, it. Know, <laughs> no, sure it's definitely real. real. There's an app for everything, especially yeah. in California. You can Uber moves. Bring anybody for anything. Like, come do my Hold laundry. Up. Maybe we called laundry. out this dude's name before, but if not, I have to talk about Marlon Jackson. Ooh, um, he, he. <laughs> Marlon. <laughs> yeah, we did because I think yeah, we made uh, that yeah. same joke before. Yes. Uh, Marlon Jackson says, "I don't get the discourse on the name change. We went from Papa Shango to Kama to Godfather to Goodfather, then back to Godfather." Gunther himself told people to move on. Um, okay, so here's the thing about Papa Shango. Papa, like WWE, hit this point in the mid '90s or like late '90s, where kind of like. Everything pre nineteen ninety seven was like not canon anymore. Yeah. Where it Didn't was matter. basically like yeah, we're starting over. Yeah, we're starting over for a lot of guys. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we still have um we still have Papa Shango employed. You're right. He is no longer going to be Papa Shango. We're gonna ignore that that ever fucking happened. He is Kama, uh, who later evolved into the Godfather, Kama Mustafa, who later later evolved into just the Godfather. I'm a fucking pimp. And then um and then the, the good, good father. father. Honestly, I think the good father is one of my like favorite evolutions of a character ever. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? I have reformed my ways. Like, because it is amazing that in 2022 that'd be something that's like cheered. But right. In 20, but in 2000, it was like, wait, wait, wait. You're not a pimp. You don't have the hose anymore. Boomers, man. <laughs> you was bringing out eight hoes last week, and now you're bringing out no hose. No, this is awful. We want the hose. Come on, yeah, it's easy. Boo this man. <laughs> Nah, uh, I, but like back then it was like, you know what? 
Literally, we saw Isaac Yankum wrestling in 96, but in 97, he's Kane, and Isaac Yankum never existed. No, nope, before um, that, he was fake Diesel, too. They just yeah, like, yeah, they just like, you can be anybody you want. It's crazy. Yeah, it was like, none of this existed. And that's different. That's like, that's exactly, that's a like great the, point to bring up, Marlon, because now you couldn't do that. Like, there's the internet now. It's way different. It's, like, it's a lot I different know about Gunther. I know about, uh, I know about Walter. I know about all the things that he did before coming here. It's not like... Like people back then legit would forget. Like, I don't remember. Like most fans well, don't and, and care there, that he was Isaac Yankum before, you know? And there wasn't necessarily a resource for that either. Like right, right now, as you sell Peacock, WWE Network, all that stuff, um, there wasn't necessarily a huge resource for going back, watching old WWE. Content. Exactly. So w- it wasn't necessarily even in WWE's interest to talk up their own history because mm-hmm. uh, back then it was like, well, what do you have? Some old VHS tapes? Like if I didn't tape it, I'm not going to see it again. Right. It. <laughs> and it's so over. It, it wasn't it. You could just forget things. But, yeah, the Attitude Era was almost like a hard reset for a lot of things Mm -hmm. because there was a lot of stuff that just wasn't canon anymore. They brought in Jeff Jarrett as, like, three different gimmicks, just himself. You know what I mean? Like, every time they brought him back, he was somebody different. But he was still Jeff Jarrett, but a different gimmick. The thing is, too, I think of the difference between somebody just doing a character change and doing a complete revamp and repackage. And us as fans being pulled out of the experience and knowing the company is telling them to make a character change. That is totally different. And I think that's what the difference in the discourse is. Agreed. Right. Um, and they're not, they didn't do it week to week. It wasn't like, no, yeah, hey, exactly. You saw, <laughs> yeah. you saw Papa Shango on this show. I've ever talked about, no, I haven't talked about it on Grapsity. Um, that like, as a kid, I was definitely afraid of Papa Shango. That was the scariest man in the world to me. Bro, he had I, people throwing up, man. He was, it was I know. Yeah, it was I thought that when I was a little kid, I thought that shit was real. I was yeah. like, oh my God. He like possessed ultimate Bro's warrior. Bro's doing voodoo. Him- and had him like bleeding from his forehead. Like, what the hell was all that? Like, I have a great black black wrestling episode on that moment that everybody should listen to. Uh, I'll link you guys. Yeah, it's a great moment. Uh, there was a time that that shit was scary. The dude was doing voodoo. He had people throwing up his eyes and shit was going back. No, I didn't like that shit. Especially as a kid, it's like 1992, <laughs> like three uh-huh. or four years old. Man, it's crazy out here. Yeah, that was a little ass kid, just like scared as hell of Papa Shango. I could not fathom this man making ultimate warrior vomit like that and i'm like scared out of my mind right that said i didn't know it was supposed to be like blood coming from ultimate warrior's forehead i thought that was motor oil yeah but, I, uh... I, I, i'm still kind of confused as my black shit started coming out of the top of ultimate warrior's head but you know yeah it got me uh anyway uh ronan mike clip says uh did you guys see rj city call uh, Eddie Kingston's Tim's lugs on Hey EW. Uh, I didn't see that episode. I haven't watched the Eddie Kingston episode, That's but I do. Funny. Shout out RJ City. I do think that uh, Hey EW has been very funny. Um, yeah, very cool concept for a show. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, Santo says, uh, "What do you think? Uh, RK Bro unifies the titles, and this causes major heat in the bloodline. The Usos will somehow cost Roman the title. No, nope. Usos are one million percent getting those belts. Well, let's talk about our next story." Uh, uh, because there's been a lot of questions about this. They're unifying the tag titles. No matter what, they're unifying the tag titles. Yes. Then at this point, the only titles that exist as a uh, as not unified would be the women's. U.S. championship and the, and the IC well, titles. I, I think you can keep both those. of those. I think you can keep those separate. Uh, but the women's and IC titles, or women's and IC, the two women's titles mm-hmm. um, would would be the only ones that aren't are, that are on two separate people. Um, I don't know if the brand splits ending, but there's been a lot of questions about that. 
there's been a lot of crossover. They, they kind of just don't seem to care lately of just like this person's wrestling here, this person's wrestling there. Everybody's everywhere. People are in NXT. Like Natty's in NXT. They don't care about nothing. They're like, be wherever I, you want. I personally think they should end it. Definitely. Uh, I think that I agree. Uh, it's kind of outlived its purpose um, in that part of the reason that the brand split even existed was, and I'm not saying WWE should make decisions around AEW's existence, but they did around WCW's. The brand exp- extension existed because at that point, WWE had absorbed the majority of the wrestling industry. They suddenly had all those ECW guys. They suddenly had all those WCW guys, plus all their talent, plus the guys they were calling up from OVW. Nah, we can't fit all of this on one show. We've got to to divvy this up a little bit and right. um, and create competition within ourselves. Right. Now, WWE couldn't be trusted to create competition <laughs> within themselves because nope. um, there was a long period where... Or, I say long. What I meant to say was long ago Um, because it was a very short period where they tried to give the shows their own identities. It was like Mm -hmm. Raw is going to have a slightly different presentation than SmackDown. We got the referees wearing blue shirts. Our belts are completely different. These are different shows. We're going to try and do different things with the way they're presented. And then as time went on, it was like, okay, we need some uniformity. And... Uh, they stopped a lot of the things that made them separate. And now, they're not separate shows at all. Raw nope. and SmackDown are literally the exact same show with just different yep. people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's nothing different in the presentation. I liked when, it was it 2016, they tried to do it again. Uh, I, I liked what they were doing with SmackDown for a while. Right, yeah, and they, like, they, they did like yeah. the different, they had the different hard Different camera, camera angle and angles and everything, but yeah. then they just stopped. They were just like, oh yeah, yeah no, stopped. actually all these shows are the same. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's the same exact set. It's the same exact literally everything. Because like, remember how surreal it was when John Cena got drafted to Raw? Because it was like, right. damn, this is like we've only seen him with the fist behind him, and now all of a mm-hmm. sudden he is on this show. We've it looks odd, yep. and now it's like you don't get that now because they're literally the same exact stage, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> uh, the presentation is the same. Everything's the same. The belts are the same. It's the same belt, just with same thing, a different color, mm-hmm. uh, and so. There's nothing really that separates these brands other than the wrestlers themselves. And at that point, WWE released hundreds of people in the last couple of years. So, like, now they don't necessarily have that bloated of a roster anymore. It's actually kind of thin on both sides. We were just talking about uh, how thin the women's division is on on SmackDown, how um, how we were talking about the, the heel lineup on Raw and how it's... Not exactly full of Not depth. really there, yeah. But you combine them, and you kind of have a really solid women's division there. Right. Uh, tag teams. Tag teams are thin on both rosters. You combine them, you have a halfway decent tag team division. Uh, and so, to me, I do feel like it is kind of time. Um, yeah. I do think that you could run with just having one brand and two shows and just kind of alternate who appears on which. That's what I would do. That right. that worked at one point. I feel like from 99 till 2002, Raw and SmackDown being shows that were... I don't think you could pull it off with both on cable. I think no. uh, that was that's where it became a necessity. But when it was like you had one on network TV in UPN and one on um, USA slash Spike TV, you could... Uh, there was a reason to essentially run these things separately because not everybody has cable and you're kind of giving people access to these wrestlers in a different setting. That's exactly the way the setup is now. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do personally. Uh, right. I would I say it's kind of worn out its necessity. Now you don't necessarily have the bloated roster. 
wrestlers do have another place to go wrestle. There is an actual alternative brand out there. You don't have to have competition within yourself any longer. I wouldn't do it any longer. Just start going for it. And they're already they've already been doing it. Like just this week, Sasha and Naomi are on both shows. Like they're they it's already like they're already have pretty much ended the brand split. They just haven't said it out loud. But yeah, you just right. have to there there can't be a brand brand split anymore. Only issue is is this can't lead to just Roman being over all every show. That's the only thing that I get nervous about is they're just like, all right, well now we could just have Roman be the center of every single show that we have going on. So you know what the hard thing about that is to me? They did that anyway. With the right. brand split in place, yeah. it was still like, hey, Roman's on SmackDown, but the second he gets in the ring with somebody from Raw, he's gonna beat him. He's the um, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's right. the man. Uh, like mm-hmm. both yeah. survivors. I feel series, like that's a beat. current problem though. Like I don't right. feel like that was an issue before Roman became Universal Champion. Like I feel like there was a clear split between champions on both brands. Um, mm-hmm. Now I do think that there was more priority on some people, but I think Roman has absolutely taken priority over everything at right. the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, but, but that's the thing. If you're going to do that, if you ha- if you're telling people we have one champion that matters, then then have one champion that matters. That's Let's exactly exactly what yeah. I'm saying. You're gonna yeah. tell us that so he's the man. Just make him the man. That's yeah, it. That's how I feel about that. Yeah. The coincidence in this is I just wrote an article on the pros and cons of breaking up of ending the brand split for 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 Bleach Report yesterday. So Look at that! Yes, I, I will reshare that after we finish. But let's go, um, man. One of the things that I'm worried about is the women's division because mm-hmm. I feel like um, we got so we went for so long where um, the main women's title was the only thing that had stakes to it. So any right. that was the only thing that they booked storylines around. Um, and so I'm scared that if there's only one title. You're going to get less opportunities for the women. Agreed. You're going to get less screen time for certain women. And I feel like that's an issue with the world title as well. I feel like you're going to get less screen time for certain people. And then what becomes the line then? If there's one world title, then you drop a lot of guys that might be top tier guys that are not considered the guy back mm-hmm. into the intercontinental slash U.S. title reign. And then it's like, how do those guys move up? Like, I don't know. It, it worries me because... You know how they get with once they decide somebody is our guy, then That's everybody it. else is is you know backseat. And right. it would it wouldn't surprise me if we're looking at again Charlotte as champion, and then mm-hmm. everybody else is just behind Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and right. well, the good I news am, is I think Bianca has kind of shown to the company that like she she's up there. She is it. She's yeah. Up there. This right. is true, but we did see them when Becky came back. Just go a row. Well, Becky's back. Yeah. So I don't know. I am a little worried. Um, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I really want to see t- how they prioritize the other wrestlers beyond these th- their three main blah blah blahs. Like, what about everybody else? Yeah, yeah. And I and I said this on Twitter, and I got a little flack for it. But um, if there's not two world titles, then we don't get some of the black champions we got over the last few years because they don't put that same priority on them because Facts. you've got another world title that you can book them as. Um, but to me, I think that's a good thing in that then expose it Cause we, no, no, we... Okay, hold on. Cause I'm saying then expose it. Then like, then you kind of run out of the excuse of like, yeah, we crowned a black world champion, but we have the real champion over here. Nah, right. fuck all that. Like, I don't want a black champion with an asterisk. I want, you know, either do it or don't. Um, right. and, and so that, then the question that becomes, do they give somebody like Biggie that chance? 
that's do that. That's that's the question. That's uh, the question. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to give them yeah. anybody an excuse to not answer that. So uh, yeah, that's, right. that's true. But I I don't know. There's a lot about it that worries me. I do think it would help the tag division more than anything because they don't have enough tag to, tag champions. I mean, they don't have enough tag teams for uh-huh. two tag belts. Yeah. Um, if anything, those titles should be unified. But like I said, the women's title that really scares me because they don't book secondary um, feuds for the women well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's not just them. I mean, I feel they like they barely uh, book the main thing met well so it's hard to for them to book yeah two things. it yeah. it worries me and i feel like that's a criticism people throw at AEW. so once you get just one women's title uh could get a little bit dicey and who knows what they're gonna do with the women's tag titles like you just never know <laughs> you never know i don't know i i, I that's why it's a topic uh but let's see <laughs> what the gallery is thinking um and that let's uh we got Isaiah say Roman versus Rock. No, MJF versus Hollywood Rock. Promote. <laughs> um, the <laughs> Shot Kid 29 says, My issue with WWE's way of changing names is it comes across as insulting fans' intelligence versus, say, 2.0's name change playing into the act. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, that's pretty um, fair. And B-Rob says, So one belt to rule them all? Yep. So it sounds like. Um, Graham B says, Which of the four horsewomen jumps first? Bailey, um, I don't think any of them are. Uh, I don't think I don't know. I mean, here's the thing: there's one with an inside track, and that is uh, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Uh, but I can't say her name any other way. Ever since Vince McMahon was like <laughs> Charlotte Flair, your name is Match. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. I mean, a few years ago we thought it was Sasha. So yeah, Sasha almost Sasha almost did though. She asked. She asked for her release, and she was actively watching. And they said no at the time, and because they knew, they knew what that would have done. For that would have been huge. Division. Oh yeah, my that god, would have been huge. Then treat her like that, then. Uh, Please, still. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see what else we got. Yeah. Tasha uh, Banks. Where is my? There it is. Sasha right. Banks. Let's see. We got a couple more. Uh, Humper Chats. Addy. Addy says, hey, guys, watching on a delay. Will talking about his dream triggered mine. For some reason, I dreamt I was fighting with a total stranger uh, talking about, do you even know wrestling if you don't listen to Grapsody? Do you even know who Righteous Reg is? Come on. Uh, do you know me? It's me, Media Man. Uh, Johan says, sorry I'm late in the uh, Satnam Singh stuff. Uh, not to speak for all Indians, but the debut of Satnam did nothing for me. If AEW are hoping to break into the mainstream, they need to get off Eurosport. No one watches that channel. Yeah, Please I have heard that too. Please stop speaking for or not speaking for entire races. We yeah. can't just like yeah. eliminate that from your vocabulary ever. Yeah. Don't just yeah, don't do say it. A lot of people say as a black, don't say it. Just don't. Just speak for yourself. <laughs> don't put any. I'm not talking about no, Indian. I'm talking about blacks. I'm talking about white people. Don't put anything on the rest of your people. Just say me right now in this moment. That's it. That's all. I'm now saying. I will say that. Yeah, I, I, that's what I've heard about Eurosport. Is that Eurosport isn't exactly like widely um, subscribed to. That it, it's kind of like like I imagine it's like for us like accesses, um, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't exactly have a huge amount of exposure. It is owned by Discovery, but uh, it's not exactly a, a network people love. Uh, so that much I have heard, um, from a lot of people. Hey, speaking of things I've heard, all right, we got to talk about number one. There's a fat person. I'm hungry. It's very funny. <laughs> That's a fat person. I'm hungry. 
All right. Finally. Yeah, we're silly. Look, this is number one for a number of reasons. Listen, I don't look. They said the Grapsy Invitational is happening <laughs> on Dynamite. And what happened? Just you were there, Will. Please tell us about it. Please tell us about this live moment because this shit was crazy. I was there. And that crowd was there for Ricky Starks. Mm. More than anybody else, that was who they came to see. His entrance and that emotion he was showing was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, the fans were there for Ricky Starks. But you know what was great? They didn't give anybody else in that match flack. It was like, uh, because, you know, I was kind of worried for Swerve. I was like, you know what? Maybe he has to work heel in this match because this crowd may not be there for him. He's actively feuding with Ricky. Nah, nope. they gave him everything. Yeah, still plenty of Moose House, Swerve's house. It was like, you know what? He's still getting the chance, even if he's You're doing the- it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was I was talking with him about this after the match, uh, and one of the things we talked about was the fact that you know him and Keith have tagged plenty uh, in mm-hmm. the Indies, but the good news is there's a lot of people. You know, I, I've said before, 2017 is probably my favorite. 2016, 2017 is like my favorite indie period uh, in wrestling. I think the indies were just on fire. Hell, that's what led to the launch of AEW and NXT having all of those guys that they brought in at that point because the indies were so on fire at that point. PWG was killing it. Uh, mm. Evolve was killing it. Mm-hmm. Everybody was killing it at that point. To the Everybody had to take notice. And the wrestling you're seeing today was born out of all of that. Yes. But the cool thing is a lot of people missed that. And so what's great about Swerve and Keith Lee is that a lot of the spots that they were known for doing on the indies together mm-hmm. have never been seen by anybody on TV. Like and when so, they were setting up the chess spot, I'm like, oh, they're doing the spot. Like I had seen it before. I didn't know. Like I, I thought people had seen it before. I was like, oh, that's a cool spot. But people were like, oh, my God, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, oh, that's I know. Awesome. And people in the crowd were like, what the hell just happened there? Like people were so into that. And so I just cool. thought. This is so cool. It's so yeah. cool that there are people who have never seen this before. There are so people who cool. don't know that Keith Lee and Swerve ever were paired together. Man, <laughs> imagine, imagine if the world got that Swan Ricochet tag team on WWE. I'm saying they, they never saw it. Um, they didn't. Man, um, well, not express. So, like, I was, I was just over the moon with this match. The way the crowd was into it, hanging onto it at every second. Um, the only thing I didn't like watching it back on TV was that I thought that um, Keith Lee's pounce on uh, on Ricky Starks out of the air actually oh, looked yeah. way better than it did. Uh, but they caught it from behind because yeah, on the on camera. tape, yeah, it didn't look that great on tape. You're right, but if you had yeah. seen it from the right side, like yeah, he hit it perfectly. I thought that mm. it looked great, and that's why the crowd reacted the way they did because it did look great. Mm-hmm. But I thought they just killed it. Um, and this was a showcase for everybody was what was I, what I love like Hobbs like got some shining moments he was like on 100 everything that he hit he hit it hard it was beautiful I loved it I uh, no, I loved everything about this um there's zero complaints uh about it and I I know I've seen even from uh like I saw Matt Morgan post a video about how they've ruined Keith Lee or no he was like Keith Lee shouldn't lost Vince Russo was like uh, oh, they've just made Keith Lee another guy. No, they didn't. Wow. Here's yeah. This, he was what like, "What did you guys watch?" Yeah, he was like, "They just made Keith Lee another guy." And I thought that's exactly what you've missed here. The whole match was showcasing Keith Lee strength stuff, 
and showing this is all stuff Keith Lee can do. You know, Keith Lee had that leapfrog spot where he, he jumped over uh, Hobbs as Hobbs uh, was charging at him. And then that was hot. It. That was that awesome. was, that was great, <laughs> right? Um, Keith had some great shit in there. Uh, although, they're still setting up a big Hobbs and Keith Lee match. Like they, they're having stare downs. Like they are just setting this giant matchup right. you, up. You had, you had to give Hobbs the win to set up. Yeah. Right. Match. And, and, yeah. and that was the thing that I, I was, I've been trying to to tell people as far as what you were supposed to get out of this. And I hope that most people did get this out of this, and that it's just the trolls who haven't. Um, that you have Keith Lee, extremely over. The crowd was chanting, "Bask in his glory all throughout." They loved all of his spots. Love Keith Lee. Keith Lee is the man as far as being a big force, and everybody sees him as such. Ricky Starks was the star here. Everybody Ooh. loves Ricky Starks over, in New Orleans. He was so over. Everybody was there to see Ricky. They did some post-show stuff with Ricky. Fans just wanted to see Ricky. Have that. Swerve, also very over. He's got the Who's House, Swerve's House call. People love that. They love his moves. They love. Uh, they're always impressed with what Swerve does. Swerve was over in that match. When you have three guys like that that are that over, and then you have Hobbs, who has all the potential to be, the best thing you can do is use all of that star power you have between these three guys and use it to lift the guy who needs it the most up. And that's yep. exactly what this match did. Because it was, you took everybody here. Hobbs was probably the least talked about guy here, but he came out of it the most talked about because he hit that spine buster it looked good he hit it on a guy who just had a really impressive showing in the match a guy who is 350 nearly 400 pounds you hit that on him it looks good it looked it shook the ring it shook everybody at ringside hitting that spine buster it was clean jr is like what the hell you know when it happened you see my face at ringside everybody saw my you face my face you could see me in that spot with my jaw on the floor because i'm like i felt that you know when that happened and the fact is like with everything that was happened happening through that match the fact that it was all used to lift up hobbs i think was the ultimate good thing and it was the point of the match, I feel like. I, yeah, that was the point of the match. And so I feel like everybody walked out of that match better. And hate to bust some of these guys out. I have talked to, of the five black men involved in this match, I have talked to four of them um, about the match. Every single one of them was on a high celebrating like they accomplished something really special with this match the crowd the way they all loved it um and just what they were able to do for Hobbs what they were able to do uh in showcasing themselves and and having everybody praising it everybody was into it so uh, <laughs> so the fifth guy you talked you didn't talk to I'm, I'm assuming that was Taz no, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, shout out to shout out to Smith, shout out to Smith, man. Like uh, he's doing a great oh, yeah, job. Stephon Smith, he's doing a great job. Reference. No, uh, yeah. honestly, incredible. Everybody was so proud of what they did in that match, and uh, and just the sense of accomplishment uh, with it. Great match. The show Although, was hot. I, I, I will point out a little secret. Um, look at uh, if you watch the the post show stuff. Uh, the stuff they did after the show, or even throughout the match. Look at Ricky Starks' neck. Um, again, if you weren't paying attention, uh, 
he got his the neck. He got <laughs> he got his neck scratched. The Bearcat was up. actually there. Huh? <laughs> but but yeah, he. Um, but no, it was. I just I, I'm so proud of everybody in that match and everything they were able to do. That show was tight. And the fact that it it was built to like this was eight weeks worth of build. When you think about um, everything that happened, which was uh, Keith Lee signing uh with AEW the following week he's confronted by Starks and Hobbs um and then the week after that he has the match with JD Drake but then Hobbs uh comes out afterward and then uh then Hobbs been beefing with the bruh since he pulled up yeah and then then, you know Swerve shows up but then Ricky Starks got a problem with Swerve suddenly calling this his house and so Hobbs and uh Starks start to kind of take beef with uh, Swerve and Keith, and so those two align. Swerve has the match with Starks. Hobbs has the match with uh, Keith, and like everything was all tying together to lead to this. And I love that it was a match with build. It was a match with story behind it. All the stories came into play. Everybody um, talked up their shit. It was just I was so happy with it. I was so proud of everybody in that match, and awesome. I was so glad I got to be there at ringside for it. Yep. No, nah, that match was really special to me. And very special. Uh, Grabs the it. invitational. That's <laughs> Grabs the invitational. No, nah, uh, and like I said, I, I I talked to Hobbs afterwards, and he was he was happy with what he did. You know, he, I'm sure he, he gave up a whole bunch of info. He didn't just say yeah like he always does. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, this was an awesome match. There were so many things that were great about it. I think if it was just like us being excited that there were four black men in the ring together, then we would look kind of crazy. But no. They went out there and yeah, the match was fire. They because they had a they had a kind of had a tough uh, position to be in because mm-hmm. you had to compete with that main event that a lot of people were excited for, which is a dream match, and then you had a, a amazing tag match earlier in that uh, tag title match, and then you had the opener, which was also great. Yep. Um, and I thought that they 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 killed it. They had their own match. It didn't feel like this was just another good match on a great card. It felt like their thing. Um, mm-hmm. It was awesome. I felt like from Swerve doing that 450 that I was like, yo. And I, I say all the time, man, the dude can do everything. He's a jack of all trades. He can do he can do the map-based stuff. He can do the strikes. He can do high-flying stuff like that. He can do it all, man. Um, I say he's one of the best in the world for a reason. I'm not just hyping him up yep. just because he's black. He's one of the best in the world. I, I really feel like that. Swerve is the man. He legit doesn't. He does. He can do everything, and he does not do things on purpose. But he can do whatever he wants in the ring. Like I said on Twitter, Swerve is my favorite AEW wrestler that exists right now in this moment. He's amazing. Everything that he does that. is fucking perfect. Uh, <clears throat> Will Hobbs is my friend, and I still say Swerve is number one because <laughs> Swerve is the fucking guy and and it's been like this for years and years but you see it here on display every time he's in the ring he swerved man he's incredible he can do anything in the world he soon will be aew world champion fuck that tnt championship i don't care i want to see the aew world champion swerve let's fucking go man and it's just cool and i manifested him being in aew too let's not forget that (laughs) it's just cool to see him being himself again and get his chant over most importantly um i think that's another good thing about this match is seeing how seamlessly him and keith came in and got all of their stuff over um and man ricky 
Man, Ricky's Ricky was lucky to start his match, man. He yeah. had several spots that I was like, yo, this dude is it, man. Ricky like, just stands out like it and a ring full of people that stand out. Ricky Starks is fucking a man, big star, and, man. In this era where if you get a gif out there and it just circulates, that gif of him doing that sequence and then doing his pose afterwards, I'm like, yo, this dude this dude's got it, man. Um, I thought it was. I just thought it was a great match all around, man. And I mean, like I said, it was competing with a lot of other great wrestling. Like we haven't talked at all about that main event from last night, which was incredible. But this match, like I said, is still probably one of the best matches of the week. Yeah, Big and, facts, and honestly, man. like if you if you have an issue with um, anybody with Swerve and Keith losing, and granted, look, I I would obviously be the biggest Swerve mark out there. <laughs> Um, if you, I will tell you without, I suppose, breaking kayfabe too much, nobody, um, had an issue with the finish. Everybody was happy with it. Everybody thought it was the right call. Uh, and why do y'all get so hung up on fucking finishes? Man, and it's question. not like Keith, but it was clean. a great finish. It was a great yeah. fucking finish. Like it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like See that I spine buster? that spine buster was some of the most impressive awesome. shit. Like that's. If you've got somebody who looks as good as Hobbs does right now, and like that man is so jacked right now, beast. It is like night He's and huge. day. It, 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 when when I saw him in person, like when you look at him in 2020, and people look back at his 2020. I remember 2020. They're like, "Hey, you should push Will Hobbs," and it's like, "No, now you should push Will Hobbs." Yeah, like that man looks. So much. He's a beast. He earned it. He better. he worked hard. He know he knew when he started that where he wanted to get, and he's at where he wanted to get right now, dude. He's an incredible looking specimen. He's an, a professional wrestler, action figure looking <laughs> giant ass fool. He's scary, and he will slam the shit out of you. Absolutely you <laughs> looks like a fucking action figure right now. I love him. He That's my so fucking brother right man. now. Like yeah, nah. Did you call I'm him? I'm gonna cry like when either one of the I did call him. He don't answer my phone. He always says that. Call me. Yeah, whatever. Answer he's, your fucking phone, powerhouse. Like, yeah, when he walked off, he was like, "Hey, tell Reg to call me." I'm like, "Okay." Jokes, jokes, and jokes, and jokes, and spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. No, when if powerhouse Hobbs or Swerve win the AEW World Championship, if they have the match, I will be in the building wherever it is because mm-hmm. I have to. That's all I'm saying. Can't yeah, no, I was I was really proud of those guys. And, awesome fucking uh, match. Awesome. Five black men, including the referee, in a wrestling match. What more? Yeah, no, not everybody ever gives the ref credit, but uh, any singles match it takes three, right? Because yep. um, uh, you can't you know, do the match was, without the ref. You can't do the match without the ref. <laughs> um, you know that was brought up in the the one hour Brian Danielson versus uh, Hangman Adam Page match. We're like. You didn't just have two wrestlers like working their ass off for an hour. You had three people in there for an hour. Um, yeah. That Paul Turner was. Paul Turner did an <laughs> uh, a fucking Iron Man match too, man. Like yeah, he, he, had, worked, he was out there for an hour he, too. He worked an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, there was no ref bump. You didn't switch out the ref. That was a straight up hour long. I never really thought that about that. That's funny. Like <laughs> thinking, like looking at the sheet, and you're like Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega, one hour referee. Me. Oh damn. <laughs> 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 you have to work a damn hour too. So yeah, I, I always it, it's always shout out to the referees, especially with stuff like that. No um, man, but look, but yeah, I, I wanted to save that for last because uh, it was just incredible, a great time, and incredible, I'm glad I got to be there man. for it. 
Uh, I even got to witness uh, in person um, Tony Khan's actual reaction to it. And, uh, you know, that man, uh, like, it's hard to illustrate unless you've, like, seen it. I'm just it. thinking of How- JJ's Tony Khan impression. JJ has yeah. a great Tony Khan impression, too, when he does this hyped up, uh, I'm excited about everybody being here. Tony Khan, I love it. <laughs> No, and, like, when you see, like, how enthusiastic Tony Khan is about pro wrestling and, like, just the fact that, you know. It's infectious. When he, when he, yeah, when he saw them, he was like, great shit, God. Like, mm-hmm. I can't I can't do it justice, but, like, mm-hmm. Tony Khan was over the moon about that match, too. Like, it was it was great. I thought mm-hmm. they did exactly what they needed to do. Spe- um, speaking of great matches, just to put somebody over, I keep saying, man, Naomi – They've got to give Naomi a single run at some point. I thought that match she had last night with Rhea was fantastic, man. And it was one of the few things I really enjoyed about SmackDown last night. You've got to give her that single title run. I didn't get a chance to see it. It's, uh, oh, it's, it's good. I know people yeah, are I, talking about the pin the most, which, come on, you, you, you horny wrestling fans. Speaking uh-huh. of which, uh, Me Michael, next, Rhea. Uh, Fightful will have an interview up uh, soon with Rhea where that's also uh, discussed. <laughs> which, she knows I mean, exactly what she's doing. Um, and so, uh, hey, I want to re, uh, I want to part with the remaining super chats. Um, and it is, uh, Marlon Jackson says, make one of the women's championships like the women's IC title. And now you have three active yeah. titles. I think uh, go, Marlon, that that's pretty mean, great. They'll be I think having a well. white belt would be great. Yeah. But, uh, what, just for the white women? Yeah, I agree. No, um, like a, a, a metaphorical <laughs> white belt. <laughs> A metaphorical white belt. They can change the color of one of the belts. Come on. Come on. Come on. (laughs) They're like, no, we got Bianca. Liv Morgan's like, thank God I could get away from fucking Bianca. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Come on, man. Hey, the dynamic already set up. The dynamic's already set up, too, right? You got Bianca having one, Charlotte's got the other. Let's do it. Come on, man. Come on, man. This is why you guys should watch Stardom. That is a a Stardom turn. (laughs) Come on. They have a white belt and they have a red belt. That's where it came from. Come on. (laughs) Why are you you guys always making it about race, you people? Graham says, you know who's talking about that? He's like, you're talking trash on oh that finish. Oh, my God, Box. dude. Yeah, agree. Y'all got me good, man. Y'all are wild. Marlon said, I wish, Ni- I wish Nyla had given Ricky that uh, Gambit gear idea earlier. I love the Saints Ooh. gear, but my man, uh, but man, my nerd heart would have loved the Gambit gear. Yeah, that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Orion says, match did everything it was supposed to. No man looked bad. Profiles got raised. Stole the show. Elevated young line. It did for Hobbs. We constantly did for Yuta in a different Ooh, way. Uh, thanks, Yuda's, guys. Have a safe oof. week. Yuta is over, bro. Yuta is on his way, boy. Oh, my God. Who would have thought a slap would change somebody's life? <laughs> um, and then, I mean, uh, Axel Kareem... Smith slaps, you know, did that. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Kareem <laughs> said, ever since it's been renamed as the last will and testament, it's been curtains for whoever takes it. Uh, I, I love that name. Uh, last yeah. will and testament. Have a man, heaven sent. Sorry, that's a Graham line from uh, the song Powerhouse on Who We Are. Listen uh, to that. Number one in Switzerland. Come on, man. Yeah, Streaming on Spotify, on Spotify yeah. and all of the you know DSPs right now. Let's go, yeah. baby. 
All right, but that's it, folks. Uh, I got a dip. I have to take that child you just saw to her acting class. So, folks, it is now that time for me to say that is it for this edition of Grap City on your Saturday afternoon. I'm Will Washington for Philip Lindsay for Righteous Reg. We'll see you next time. Media and have, have a great day. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.